The Crash and Mars Podcast. So I thought that this was kind of uh, cool. And for those of you who are a little worried about the apocalypse eventually coming our way, uh-huh. an Edmonton area apocalypse school is now open and will teach skills oh. on how to survive. Oh, and this oh. is just a little separate thing that you can uh, yeah. add to your portfolio. Greg Gorecki, has, uh, he's teaching classes on apocalypse preparedness and survival school. Would this go into like doomsday prepping kind of thing? Uh, I don't know if it's doomsday. I think it's just a it's a two day course. Yeah, covers a range of survival topics. Spending one day indoors in the classroom and another day out in the fields of Cooking Lake. Oh, it can't be that bad. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It gets the outdoors. He said the two instructors cover everything on how to build a fire, how to read compasses, how to build shelter. Hmm. They also tackle first aid, sutures, oh. tourniquets, and even. How to survive a nuclear attack? Um, are you are you suturing something? Like, does he cut you and then he's like, stitch yourself? Uh, looks like there's. <laughs> you're, I don't know if he's going that far. And let's mix our blood flesh. together. Bring your own wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that sounds great. Hmm? You know how to learn how to start a fire, learn how to search your search your wound. Uh, mm-hmm. In an apocalyptic world, though, most of it's going to be manslaughter, right? It's really just getting over how to kill your fellow man. Pretty much. Because that's Probably. most of your day is going to be spent yeah. defending your property uh-huh. and taking other people's. Yes. Yeah. And you're right. going to run out of food, so you got to learn how to eat yeah. human. Uh. Yeah. Is he teaching that? No, he's not teaching you how to So it's a waste of time. <laughs> Open up a can with a can opener. Yeah, right. That's what I need. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done that a couple times. Uh. Now, with that, if you knew the world was ending in 10 years, yeah. which of these would you prioritize? Um, that's what the uh, survey they asked people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what would you change about how you live your life if you knew the world was ending in 10 years? Uh, spend more. Yeah, I'd probably go on vacation more stop, often. Stop being so cheap. Go see stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quit working. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? What a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> quit, quit working, yeah. travel. I can make 10 years work. Yeah, because you're not working to retire anymore. Yeah, exactly. But- I'm working to die. <laughs> Say goodbye to <laughs> travel. Like, we want to quit working. You think people that work at the airline want to keep working? Oh, oh yeah, you're well, right. Well, no, we need no. you. <laughs> Some, you're right. Yeah, some industries. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. The government's got to take care of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> government. This is your problem. Food service workers. You know all that. <laughs> yeah. Skip drivers. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yes. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, n- that's not number one. By the way, the one thing that we all said was mm. quit our jobs and travel. Uh, more time with loved ones was by far the top answer with fifty-two percent of the vote. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Travel with loved ones. Travel yeah. with sure, loved ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Sixteen percent <laughs> of people said that they would have as much fun as physically possible. You got to. Yeah. Do yeah. everything. Yeah. Time's a ticket. 10% said that they would try to save the world so it wouldn't end in 10 years. Mm-hmm. 8% of people said that they wouldn't change a single thing. They'd just keep living life. Would you? To the very end. Well, maybe they're having a great life. When you think about it, though, you nothing is certain and nothing is for sure. Mm-hmm. So if someone said in a decade from now, the earth is going to blow up, you may not believe it and be like, well... I might have to keep working and keep doing my oh. every day. And then you see everyone else blowing all their cash. You're like, good, yes. good luck. Yeah. But then joke's on you if you have all this money at the end and buy world. But the joke's not on you because everybody's gone. Yeah. So you, there's nobody to tell the joke yeah. to. Did you guys not read those near No Fear t-shirts in 1998? Yeah. He who dies with the most toys oh. still dies. Yeah. No fear. No fear. Um, yeah. I think my dad has that shirt. It was a good Currently? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at the shirt, honey. Read the shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's my, my t-shirt's <laughs> answering a lot of questions. Damn right it has. Yeah. Oh, I had that across my back window of my truck. Oh, oh did you? Did. I did. You had oh. no fear? Yeah, I had no fear. 
It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. No fear. Damn right. Look good on my truck. Did you have a slogan or did it just say no fear? No, it was just a big no fear. It was right across the back CJ. window of my jacked up Toyota. Oh, God. It was a Toyota 4x4. Really? Yeah. That's so it was a sweet truck and I had a roll bar in there. Oh, it's so Manitoba. <laughs> Don't blame. We all heard about his childhood. Don't blame Crash for the choices he's made. <laughs> he didn't have a chance Jeez, to be you, honest. You would have loved the truck. <laughs> Oh, we loved Deckles. Oh my God! Some I, people still do. <laughs> but you were like, like, did you? Was that your and John's truck or just yours? Oh, that was just my truck. I yeah. made that choice. Where'd you get the No Fear Deckle? Uh, I think I bought it at like San Francisco, maybe. I don't know. I got my hands on a big No Fear Deckle. It was probably mm-hmm. like twelve inches <laughs> wow. by probably twenty-four. Wow. Oh, and by the way, when he says San Francisco to our younger listeners, it's not the city; it was a store. <laughs> yeah, it took me a hot second. I'm uh, like, you went all the way down to. San is there really? There's no more San, Fr- San Francisco. Um, is it all Spencer now? Did yeah. Spencer's win, or did did San Francisco become Spencer's? I don't know. Or because for the novelty stores, was there a, a a battle, an apocalyptic battle? Yeah. And Spencer's came out on top because I I thought they were both existing. Me too. Right at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, I thought for sure like them all had both, but it was all like, no, I keep a classic with San Francisco. Or was this like a Best Buy Future Shop situation where uh, one bought the other and then just just slowly absolved it? Yeah, ate it. Mm. Oh, I wonder. Okay, Spencer's is, I thought maybe it was just Canadian, but it's not. Over 600 stores in the United States and Canada. Did they take over San Francisco? I think they did. Hmm. Because it was bought, basically the same well, store. Same crap, but uh, Spencer was way bigger. And Spencer, I feel like, had way more selection, too. Like their t-shirt selection, the novelty shirts, way bigger. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more sex toys in Spencer's. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can buy blow-up dolls, whatever you want. <laughs> in Spencer's or San yeah, Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco had like the novelty like mugs and stuff like yeah, that. Where you you the mug donger, it, yeah, you yeah. Okay, so San Francisco's was Canadian. Oh, and they Spencer's took them out. Spencer's was American, okay. so they were just taken out. Did they out. buy them or just they no. just moved into the malls and took them out? They just moved into the malls and took them out. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, someone's wondering, where do they get their edible undies now? <laughs> I, it's a great question, and one that it will <laughs> baffle minds for ages. Um, <laughs> Amazon, I guess. I think I still, in a box somewhere, still have my uh, fake poo from San Francisco. It was so realistic looking. I think I even had it here at one point, because I threw it on the floor and people freaked out. When I was with my mom at the mall, mm. we were not allowed to go into Why? To San Francisco? Francisco? Yeah. You couldn't even go in the front of it because they uh-uh. always put the stuff in the back. No, yeah. I had to wait for until I was like hanging out at the mall by myself, mall culture, um, mm. because I, she wouldn't let me go in. Mm. Even as a teen alone in the mall, that trip to San Francisco was still a head down as you headed to the back. Mm-hmm. You did not make eye contact with the cashier. No, no, no. Because you know they're looking at you. Because mm-hmm. the whole back was the adult stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Questionable pens, lighters, condoms. Yeah. Oh, I have a novelty condom. Some have rulers on them. Yeah. We bought them. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the, the pen that had the water in it, and when you turned it upside down, oh, the yeah. lady's clothing came off. Yeah. <laughs> that blew my mind. It blew my little kid mind. I don't even know if you like, buy that Haley, It was like the top part of a pen, and it had a lady. And then when you moved, like, turned the pen upside down so the water ran over it, her bikini disappeared but it would disappear slowly Slowly. it almost dissolve because the water would change uh, something in it yes in 1997 that was the most erotic thing (laughs) that's all we had now we got the internet yeah I was one (laughs) I know we were looking at naked pens yeah (laughs) yeah we sure we sure were oh yeah someone said that San Francisco 
uh, made a couple of bad decisions, including lead was in the news, was in some of their items. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, and some of their that. electronics weren't Well, it was all junk in there, right? Yeah. And Spencer's, that's still a thing, right? Yes, that is. Oh, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that a few times. Okay, and for the Now family, someone said, good morning, Spencer's open and has an adult section where we do carry edible G-strings, so <laughs> head her on oh, in there. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you for the Now family. There you go. There you go. Hmm. Huh. Apparently, there's is there still a San Francisco in town? Yeah, there's one in... Oh, uh, just, oh I don't know. I didn't was, think there was. Oh, no, so. this is an old post. Yeah, oh, yeah. Location is closed. Okay. Hmm. Man, Classic. I, yeah, that was a great store. Spencer's feels tight to me in there. Well, they have a lot in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like San Francisco, a little cooler vibe. Yeah, it was a long pocket, like a long hallway, yeah. and they had only like one shelf in the middle, I think. And then crap on the sides. Yeah. Didn't Spencer's start off with just like dragons? I remember the front of it. Well, Am I thinking few. of a different I, I, store? No, I think because you're thinking of it, the mall, Spencer's is in the dragon section. Yeah. So you're. Because there's that. Uh, it's in the dragon corner. What is that? Is it? Is that called. Uh, no, opulence. That's on Europa. Uh, I love the crash. Just quick sidebar. Uh, exclusively shops on Europa. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up there the other like yeah. two weeks G-Star ago. G-Star Raw and Opulence. <laughs> They're still there, by it's the way. It's all he'll wear. Yeah. He cruises it. <laughs> There's still some Ed Hardy selections down there. <laughs> he cruises it. Crash will take a spin through Europa. I was just shocked. He's ashamed. Because I walked down there to get to the escalator. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Look at all this stuff. It's still here. Yeah. <laughs> There's that weird thing, too, where Europa is the least European part of the mall. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it happens. True. It happens. So where are you thinking, then? It's not on... No, there's a uh, a store. I know what Ginger's talking about. That exclusively just sells, like, dragon statues. The ones that'll do, like, the fog off yes, the globes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very uh, Down, gothic. like, towards, yeah, towards, like, HMV on the lower level there. Yeah. 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 I wonder if... It, oh, it's, everyone's texting and saying that store was called Millennium. Sure. It's, it's probably gone now, I'm oh, guessing, hey? That's the one with, like, the wizards and stuff yeah. out front? Yeah. Yes. I remember that store. Me too. Yeah, because there, there was a gaming store down there, too, that also sold, like, dragon memorabilia. Mm-hmm. So there was that a third one. There was, like, a weird uh, dragon triangle in huh. that area. And then Spencer's was, like, right smack in the well, middle? Spencer's or Spencer's beside it there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Dragon dragons were that big, hey, that people wanted those like heavy dragon statues. I think people still do. Dragons rule. They're cool. Right. Yeah, I think I think they're yeah, still as popular as ever. You yeah. see an airbrushed van with some dragons on the side? Mm-hmm. Follow it. See, like that's cool. <laughs> He's heading to a party. <laughs> <laughs> He's got stuff. <laughs> this text here says my first pair of handcuffs were bought from there for a Halloween costume when I was a kid. Hmm. That was San Francisco. What do you think it was called, Haley? The Mystic or Millennium? Millennium. 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 That kind of rings a bell. Yeah. I remember walking past that. Me too. It was a cool store. It was a cool store. Millennium West Edmonton Mall. Is that? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, it's got like the old bricks and stuff on the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they sell some interesting stuff there. They got anything and everything. Oh, that's cool. That's along the... uh, But I think it's gone though, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Millennium's gone? Is it still there? No, they're they're still there. Oh, they're, okay, good. Yeah, their Insta is still active. Hey, there you go. Oh no, that's from 2016. Ah, who knows? And Driver Oz wants to know if the edible underwear from San Francisco's was just like fruit roll-ups that were shaped as underwear. Uh, yes, I believe it is just like a fruit roll-up. Oof. But I don't think it's as good. I think it's really. Um... Oh, I remember those getting made on our kitchen table. Sorry, what? <laughs> 
Back up. What yeah, Ma was, Ma was rolling out the fruit roll-ups on the kitchen table. She's cutting panties out of rolls? Yeah, like squeeze. Yeah, you unroll a bunch of fruit roll-ups on the table and then get the rolling pin and then mulch them together and then cut out some panties. Mm-hmm. Oh Your mom God. was doing that? Yeah. For who? I think it was a gag gift for uh, her friend at Bingo. Oh, okay. Mm. I hope. Oh, God, I helped. new dad. I made my mom edible panties! <laughs> It was totally for her friend at Bingo. This is what she it told ha- No, it had. It had. Why would you? Yeah, it was Bingo. Does mm-hmm. that make the story better? Yeah, Bingo panties. But there's still your <laughs> your mom's friend. Like, did you know the woman? Well, I don't know if she would. I, I doubt she would wear them. So, like craft yeah, time. Craft time at your house yes. one afternoon mm-hmm. was helping your mom rolling pin out fruit roll ups. Yeah. To cut into the shape of underwear. Yeah. So she could give it to her friends at bingo. Yeah. You're making yeast infections for your mom's friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun childhood thing. Ginch, try it with your kids. They'll love it. <laughs> G-string or full bottom? Uh, they were, from what I remember, they are pretty, like, when they were held up, there wasn't too much. She held them up. Well, yeah, you gotta, like, Show are off. they good? <laughs> Do these look like panties? <laughs> The worst part of this is, did you ever get to eat a fruit roll-up as a child? No. Yeah, see? That's what makes it extra sad. Yeah, we never got them in the lunch. I think I got a piece of the panty. Like all the cutoffs. I think I was able to eat the cutoff, but yeah, I never just had a standalone opened a fruit roll-up that wasn't in a panty form. Just panty scratch. You're lying. You have to be lying. Are you lying? No, I'm sure there's probably, in that trunk of pictures that we have, there's probably pictures of the fruit roll-up thong. How old are you at this at this point? How old, young Crash? Mm, seven, eight. Oh no! Well, she just could have lied about what they were then, like right? What? Like, why did you even need to know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she was like a that parent that tells you what it actually is. You don't Come need on. to beat around the bush. I gotcha. <laughs> These panties are going to cover it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Oh. Yikes! Crash. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's as a child made those edible endings. No, you're the only one. I think you might be. <laughs> There's no text coming in. No. Anyone? Of the text, our, I think our texting's down. No. <laughs> it's not even as a child thing. It's just making, like, that's a gift you buy. Yeah. That's not a homemade you're, gift. Well, Crash's parents would not have ever spent yeah, money but, on it. Like, back in, uh, back in the 80s, 80s, 90s, could you buy those? Oh, yeah. yeah. I oh. think that's when they were in their prime. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you think this is a new technology? <laughs> the scientist down at NASA just cracked the edible underwear market? I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Ma wouldn't steer me wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, there's a dissolvable water underwear for men. A lady posted on Facebook her husband getting into the water at the hotel, and then they just disappear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh wow! Brilliant. He's like, I can't get out of the pool. My my bottoms have just disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, someone you? someone said too, Crash, that you just gave them idea. They're going to do this with their kids today. They're fourteen and seventeen. Perfect. Bunch of feet roll ups. I'm glad I can be an inspiration. Well, honestly, that's yeah, besides all the stiffs here in the studio. I'm not a stiff. I just don't want to put candy on my bits. <laughs> No one's against edible underwear. They're against forcing their seven-year-olds <laughs> to cut them out for their bingo friends. I'm yeah. sure it's a big hit at bingo. 
Have you ever seen Haley the um, you know candy necklaces? Yeah. Have you ever seen the full bras? Yep. Yeah, I that's, have too. That's not supporting anything. No. No, you got to eat those. That's off, a though. music festival classic. Yeah, yeah it is. Right? Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Jean Yikes. shorts and a candy bra top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing left by the end of the night, especially if it rains. Oh. Let sugar. Yeah. Oh, it would melt right off your body. Yeah. Yeah, it sure would. Hmm. <sighs> Ginger, I'll make you a pair, and then we'll judge. I mean, they'll, they'll probably be fine. What were you uh, holding them together with? Well, they just, uh, like the rolling, like you just uh, overlay them, yeah. like an inch, take and then take the rolling pin. pin to it, and then you end up with just a big sheet, Yeah. and then you cut out your, your template, uh-huh. fold it together, and then rolly pin, rolling pin uh, oh, just the one section it. together, and then you can hold it up. Uh, yeah, it's gotcha. pretty sticky. You just yeah. like, lick it and yeah, stick it. You just it. wet it a bit. Yeah, lick yeah. and stick. Just put it between like two pieces of wax paper, I'm, I think so, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw an iron on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It looked good. Put it From, in a bag. Through my seven-year-old eyes, it looked pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she's going to love these, Mom. <laughs> Those are friggin' hot. Damn, you vet's one lucky woman. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's a lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off to bingo you go, Mom. Damn right. Away you go. Yeah. Uh, this next survey here was done in England, so maybe they're just a lot less superficial than people in North America. 2,000 single people were asked to name the top things they're looking for when it comes to dating. And guess what? Good looks did not make the top 10. Whoa. Top 10? Didn't make the wow. top 10. Wow. I know. These guys I'm weren't exactly under oath when they took this survey. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Ginge. Uh, here's though what they did say. So when it comes to dating, 2,000 single people said that this is what they're looking for. Number one, mm. honesty. Oh, okay. But uh, number one? Uh, I'm guessing because a lot of it's based on like online, like oh, Tinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to make sure that like the they match their photo. It's, it's a, what you see is actually what, what you get. What you it's see not, is what you get. It's not a man or a woman yeah. off wish. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, they're funny or they can make you laugh. Haley and I have always said a man mm. that's funny is super attractive. Oh, yeah. You can make me laugh. You're automatically bumping up a couple levels. Even yeah. if you're uh, like not not good looking? Yeah. Yeah, I'll stick around. Okay, all right. What else you got, funny man? Oh, damn right. Right. thanks for me, funny boy. <laughs> damn right. Uh, number three, they're kind. Mm-hmm. Number four, a great sense of humor. So, in other words, you make them laugh. Mm. Oh, if I'm laying down my best material and you're not finding that funny, <sighs> oh, I'm out. I'm mad that I wasted it on you. Yeah, I know. When I first met Mars, like she had a a quick little stage set up in her house, <laughs> and a little curtain. I'm like, what? Am, what's happening here? I'm like, and she's yeah, she busts out her her yeah. one woman show. I, I, it was such a small <laughs> stage, so in order to run out, I just did this. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, there she is. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, good night, good evening, good evening. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Oh man, it's good to be here. Let oh, me tell you. Yeah, I love it. I love oh, it. Oh gosh. I got two uh, two uh, beer yeah. tokens. Oh, sorry, what's that? I got, I got some beer tokens. Uh, where's, when do I get my free beer? I haven't even started the show, and you're already heckling. Oh, sorry. But let me tell you about walking down sidewalks. <laughs> you guys familiar with uh, with sidewalks? You guys hear about this? It's true. Uh, number five, good communication. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to, you know, talk, yep. communicate. Number six, good manners. You have to make sure somebody's got some really good manners. Yeah. Uh, number seven, a nice family, which I don't like. Are you meeting the family straight up? How about no family? 
No. <laughs> maybe if they're telling stories about <laughs> their family. Yeah, maybe they've got like a, it sounds like they come from a nice family yeah. life. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, number eight, that they love to travel and not afraid to try new things. Yeah. Number nine, they've got a pretty decent job. And number 10, they've got big dreams. Those are the top 10 things that people say that they're looking huh. for when it comes to dating. Incredibly good looking. Just missed the top 10 coming in at number 11. Wow, people have moved on from the looks. Well, yeah. incredibly good looking is a high bar. Oh, but still looker. Yeah. But like Catch you're, your you're attracted to has to be, you're physically yeah. attracted to has to be a little higher mm. than 11. Yeah, you would, you would think. Yeah. Also, big dreams. Big dream sounds nice, but let's say you're in your 30s uh, and you're meeting someone who's like 35 uh, and they still have uh, aspirations to be a rock star. Oh, okay. yeah. That's you, big dreams. Yeah. Are you like, uh, now you got to like support them or like act like this is possible? But you could, you would have to really be into that though. You got to be into them like serenading well, you. It depends. Like, do they have like a good paying job? No. Like one where Marzi doesn't have to cover half of everything. Uh-huh. And then they've got like a, like a band that they're in at night. Uh, and like they're, they're doing like the local pub scene and stuff. Maybe going on tour from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to find that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. But, but I don't think that's the big dream. Then they're not expecting to to make it then I don't think at that you point don't they're think? just enjoying they just like playing music yeah and that's fine yeah that's yeah. just a hobby but they gotta mm-hmm. be that's gotta be a realistic dream it right? does because if you're like 35 you're waking up you're hitting your bong then you're writing some songs in the morning and you're like man one yeah. day while well, your spouse is heading out and yeah, being well, like have a great day uh-huh. <laughs> 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 they come back 10 hours later <laughs> oh you're still there <laughs> yeah I'm preparing for the gig tonight man oh. Oh. <laughs> I caught some inspiration babe <laughs> Had to, get, had to get it down. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I saw a Blue Jay fly by the window. Aww. New song just came to my mind. Like, big dreams sound nice, but it's uh, realistically, it'd be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Yeah, it'd be tough. That would be very tough. I would have, and this is, might sound selfish, but I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> that, that sounded, yeah, very selfish. You're <laughs> Wow! <laughs> it would be it would be very difficult for me to live and support a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be very tough. yeah. It would be very very tough, I, and not someone who's just like down and out on their luck because life happens. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Mm-hmm. But like someone who's when it's pr- when it's, it's happening over and over and over. Yeah, someone who's consistent. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're we're heading into like four four to six months. Nothing yeah. has changed. You're like okay. okay like not so that, the constant is you. Yeah. <laughs> like not that someone lost their job. They just simply won't. Go get a job. Yeah. Riddle me this. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Because uh, this is, you're saying a constant situation. But let's say it's a first date and uh, you two like the fellas. Yeah. The fella you're dating doesn't have a job currently. Okay. He's in between jobs. <laughs> right. He winces. What does he do? He's in finance. Mm. But he's in between jobs. Do you give him. Like, are you, are you giving him that first date? Because he has big dreams to head up his well, own. Not even big dreams. He I, just he's had steady work before. He just doesn't have it currently. I have to throw a factor in this. Yeah. How hot is he? Is he paying for dinner? No. He's a six, and he's paying for dinner. Oh, okay. He found some. He's well. Found he's got some a cash. credit card still. He'll take on a little debt. He <laughs> says he's going to get work next week. He's got some feelers out there. He's got some friends in finance. They have confidence he'll get back in the game. Yeah, I take the meal. He's just current. Well, I, that's you. I, hold on. Now. <laughs> But would you, the second date when maybe uh, you might pay, would you give him that second date? Like, things go well. It's a week later. He's still not working. Mm. And he's like, hey, I'm freeze Friday night. You want to hang out again? It depends if he's funny. 
Yeah, he was funny. First you, date went great. Do you quiz him on the second date on if he has some leads? He's still incredibly unemployed, though. First <laughs> date went great. Oh, he, he had you laughing. You thought about maybe inviting him up, but then you didn't because you you know he's unemployed. Yeah, uh, but you would have <laughs> if he had a job. Uh, but now comes here comes uh, the second weekend. He wants to take you out again. He's still very unemployed. But is, the first day went well. Is he still picking you up, or you have to pick him up second week because he's out of gas? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's another red flag. Because if you've only been out of work for two weeks and you're already out of money, <laughs> red flag. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, huge a really problem. good point. Because, yeah. um, <laughs> oh like God. you said, life, life happens. Life does happen. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you were dating and then he lost his work and then stayed unemployed and didn't try to get a job for a year. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a, a seemingly nice guy attractive enough and just mm. happens to be unemployed right now that'd be tough right yeah that's really that, tough i don't think i'd do it because you don't know yeah i mm. i get it you want to you want to get attached to someone yeah i mean i probably would but that's also because i'm not financially stable so it's like man one of us will figure it out. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. And you get a free meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are you Dinner. to judge, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those in glass houses. <laughs> this text here says this is an oddly specific. Don't worry about <laughs> the specific. Judge would be fishing around for like a glimpse into the future. <laughs> let's, say, let's say he's a broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's got three kids recently divorced. Right. Oh, God. He's on the outskirts of town. <laughs> He's unemployed and works in radio. Run, yeah, run, run. He approximately flag. has a 20 minute drive into work. Run. <laughs> if he's employed and works in radio, run still away. Run. Run. Still run. Run. Yeah. Nothing good for you there. Just a bunch of. No. Heartbreakers. <laughs> right? Yeah. Broke ones, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. With sweet station t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Lanyard from a lady. <laughs> You know, I'm uh, friends with Crash and Mars. Oh, I can yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open your cupboard. It's all Crash and Mars coffee mugs. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up to pick you up with a single rose in the station mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. In the station vehicle. Oh. <laughs> Ran out of gas. Had to run out of Got yeah. a company credit card for gas. Yeah. <laughs> Fleet, baby. because <laughs> he can't afford his own car. Damn right. Oh, boy. I do have to set up a remote on the way to dinner, <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good times, good times. God, this industry. Data broadcaster. Yeah, they gotta pay more. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, give us a shout this morning. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know a couple of things. Uh, just by judging by what you guys are texting in this morning. Number one, did you end up in the situation where you were, quote, supporting their dreams? And did they get to their dreams? Yeah. Maybe we'll get some really cool success stories. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's... uh, Right? I've known a couple people that are perpetually in school. Oh, I couldn't do that. There's... Yeah, yeah, a lot of people lumping in school. They they go to school, they go to university, and they they graduate with honors, and then they get back into school and do something else. Yeah. And just keep, keep, keep within the education system. I mean, if you've got money... Who cares? Yeah, frick, might as well. Keep yeah, dreaming, but, right? Yeah, but that, just going to school is not making money. So this falls into, well, you'll be supporting them, right? Because yeah. then they're just like part-time jobs. Eventually, you got to turn all that education mm-hmm. yeah. into something that makes money. Yeah. <sighs> and then it's just like student loan after student loan. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, the debt's piling up. <laughs> 
Yeah, Hayden supported me so I could work in radio for the first couple of years. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's why I got an engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitched my cart to that wagon <laughs> so I could work in radio. You're footing this bill, right, Hayden? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're okay to pay rent this month, right? Yeah. What's <laughs> wild is I supported someone while the beginning of my radio career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's tough. That that's was really tough. tough. And I was mm-hmm. making less than you, Haley. Yeah. It was tough. Mm-hmm. He was kicked to the curb. <laughs> Couldn't believe that. I, I just didn't have any more money. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it was impossible to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. It was. Also, does a job change someone for you? Mm-hmm. Like the type of job? Yeah. Because oh. that that's been texted in a number. Of, well, we were, and by the way, we we're just joking about radio. We're allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> if like if somebody says I'm a radio DJ, is that a red flag for you? Let's just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, because there was a text that came in. Yeah. Anonymous said that they found out that they were a custodian and couldn't do it. Really? Because you'd be what? Embarrassed to tell your family? Like what what that person does? I, 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 I don't know if you're like, embarrassed. They're very I, successful on OnlyFans. I don't know if it's your family. I, I just think like, like, friends this is and family, just you personally. Oh, just you personally. But a part of that, yeah, Crash is right, though. Because when you first start dating someone and you start telling people about your uh, yeah, new friend, they ask, what do they what do? Do they do? Yeah, what yeah. do they do? Yeah, you always want to know. What do they do? Yeah. So we can, yeah, so you know whether they're quality or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you just, um, would you jazz up their title? Like a custodian could be a professional detailer. Oh, yeah, that's oh, fine. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a really good right? one. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm impressive. Yeah. It doesn't matter what job you have. As long as you can hold up my lifestyle, we're Oh, good. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm accustomed to certain things now. Okay. Haley's got taste. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fancy cheeses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I couldn't go back to cheap cheese. No, no okay. like those craft oh. singles. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, right? I'd rather oh. sell feet pics online. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe you've been in this uh, situation. Did you support someone's dreams? Um, how did that work out? It's it's tough. And I've done it. Mm-hmm. I did it. He wanted to be a rock star, like we were just talking about. Yeah, I remember going to some of his gigs. I'm like, yeah. huh, I don't think he's going to achieve that. <laughs> <laughs> Scout the competition there. Hey? Uh, drinking in the dark corner of the bar. Yeah. Like, mm, she will be mine. <laughs> Just so you know, he is a very successful filmmaker now. So, Aww. And he's a full-time filmmaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone so. kept tabs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone says I keep tabs with my bear wrangling ex. Yeah. Mm. Just I'm just saying, just so you know, yeah. he's a very successful filmmaker now. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> if you want to cast me in any of your shows, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm the last person he's yeah, casting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was somebody's job. Did you say no because of what they did? Did you encourage them maybe to do something else? Mm-hmm. Did someone decide to go back to school and? You're like, wow, there's a lot of student loans here now. If you've been through this struggle, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this list that I had about the top 10 things that we want in a date. And believe it or not, good looks aren't in the top 10. Because that's always been like top five at least. Right? Top three or someone who's honest. Someone who can make you laugh yep. and someone who, who is kind. Good looking ranked 11th. But that got us talking about jobs mm-hmm. and, there, and, and supporting people in following their dreams. And that can be a tough go. Yeah. And like, have you have you been in a relationship where all of a sudden uh, your spouse is like, hey, I want to make a change. Yeah. 
And the change is going to require them being unemployed for X amount of time. Yeah. How do, how do you do that even just in a current relationship? I, I don't let know. Let alone just a new one. Right? Mm -hmm. Especially because you'd have to believe in them too. Whatever yeah. whatever dream they're pursuing, oh, yeah. you'd oh. have to believe in your heart that they yeah. can also do it. Yeah. Some people have a lot of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's a reason they're not doing them. <laughs> a lot like of Gingy. no talent hacks up there. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Like Gingy, if you quit, yeah, and then you went, you went on to be like, um, you wanted to be the next Jean Principe. Yeah. Oh. Would, would Rachel support you? I mean, she basically does now. Oh. <laughs> Rachel is mom. Yeah. That's what, it has to be like an achievable. Like, there's only one Jean. Yeah. Like you can want to be Principe. Yeah. He's yeah. already doing the job. But when Principe is like, you know what? I've made enough money. I'm going to go and enjoy my life in Mexico now. You yeah. would, you would have to grow those locks out though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I if mean, you if you saw that opening, would you say, Rach, I'm going for it? I like it. to think she would, but I guess like she'd be a fool to. Right? <laughs> Honestly, like I guess he does okay. Whether or not Gingy would get it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Gene's doing just fine. Gene's <laughs> <laughs> doing great. Yeah. yeah. You'd like to I guess you hope your partner would support you in whatever you do. But sometimes it is. It's a losing bet. Oh, it can be tough. Yeah, yeah. it would be a total gamble. It can be tough. Yeah. yeah, if you make a dramatic change just in your relationship. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to uh, share. You can stay anonymous as well. Uh, Sarah, how you doing? Good. Excellent. Um, so uh, what was, did you make a, a, a change in your life? Um, well, I, when I was single, I started uh, OnlyFans. Oh, okay. And, oh, okay. And it, it basically now half of the single population would not even consider DVD. Really? Because of your they're job? They're jealous. Yeah. Because they're jealous. I guess, yeah, other people are looking at you. Huh. Yeah, they, it's like a jealousy possession sort of thing for some people, but for some people, it's like the best thing ever. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. when you were when you were on the dating field, then did you let people know that that you were working with an OnlyFans, or did you um, did you keep that quiet? Were you looking for somebody who would accept that? Yeah, I was always really honest about it because uh, I it's like if you're on your phone and all of a sudden you got these things popping up on your screen and stuff like that, mm. you'd have to explain it. So it's so hard to keep it a secret. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a lot of pervy messages right now <laughs> uh, because of yeah, yeah. I mean, I, just, I guess you would just have, have to film to. a quick vid. Don't yeah, worry, <laughs> you do have to explain it. Did have you had yeah. pe have you had um, uh, people walk away from you when you told them what you did for a living? Yeah, I had this one guy, we were supposed to go on a date, and we were, it was exciting, and I knew him when I was a teenager, but we never dated and whatever, and then he texted me one day, and he's like, yeah, no, I can't do it. He's like, you're super hot, but wow. there's no way that I can handle that. He I just couldn't like, get over well, it. at least you're honest. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's like, there's no way. Yeah, but you're like, look at my huh. financials. <laughs> you're like, I'm richer than exactly. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, look what I make, and I don't even have to leave my house. I'm uh, like, you're nuts. Oh, man, yeah, you're missing out, you're, buddy. You're nuts, dude. That's wow. really interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. No problem. Okay, no take problem. care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. So she's got two things going against her. Number one would be the OnlyFans, and number two would be her rolling in it. Because oh, that can yeah. be really that intimidating. Can be a sticky thing oh for yeah. Some guys. Yeah, 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 I wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Making too much money that men don't want to be anywhere near. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a problem. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> uh, another one, uh, Eve. How are you doing today? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you went through something uh, similar with your partner as uh, a career oh, change, a dramatic career change, right? It wasn't me. It was my sister, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, how'd that go? 
they lived it, uh, in Ottawa, and her husband was working at the Ottawa airport. Yeah. And he had always mentioned to her that he wanted to be a police officer and had tried getting on with the OPP. Yeah. But um, ended up getting into the RCMP depot instead, so their life got put on hold for a good year. And mm-hmm. he... Uh, was a solo parent uh, with a one and a half year old for quite a while, and of course, depots in Regina. So yeah, you got to move away. You got to oh, move. That is tough. Did he uh, end up he, completing it? Is he a police officer now? Yes, he is, and he's actually been uh, an officer now for about five years, and they live in Ditchbury because yeah, after depot, they just assign you to. Um, yeah, you get put wherever. You have, you have to pick up and move. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough life at the beginning until you can it until is, you're able yeah. to pick where you want to live. Actually, he doesn't get to pick uh, RCMP pick for them. Yeah, just get assigned to uh, your, uh, Yeah, at the beginning, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think you get any say. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah. That's a tough life. That's a tough life uh, because you've got not only do you have to support them on their career path, but then you've got to move. And you got to hope your career can still, can, continue, can still continue in whatever town or city that you yeah. move to. Yeah. Well, luckily she works for the federal government, so her job was actually fairly easy to move. Oh, oh that's, good. that's really good. Yeah, that's she good. lucked out on that. Okay, thanks, Eve. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, we had a neighbor that uh, was an RCMP, and he was all over the place before he was able to be, like, back to where his family was. Right, yeah. Yeah, took him a long time. Yeah, sometimes that supporting includes, like, you know, moving across the country. Yeah. Into very small towns where you don't want to be. That's tough. Yeah. Um, Let's do, uh, where's Matt? Uh, Hey, Matt, how you doing? Good, how are you guys? Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, Was there a time when you uh, had to, like, 100% uh, support your spouse? Uh, Yes. Um, so, so, so we moved here about four or five years ago from BC. Yeah. Uh, but back in BC, I had a successful small business, uh, back truck and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, my wife was getting into acupuncture. Yeah. And so I supported her through that and start, she started her own little business and whatnot. Then I decided that I wanted to change. Oh. And so we moved to Alberta to Edmonton area where she grew up. And now she's supporting me as I become a mechanic. Oh, hey. So well, that's kind of cool. You guys did the old trade-off. Yeah, yeah, you swapped. <laughs> we did, yes. Yeah, and everything's working out? It is, actually. You know, it is very financially uh, advisable to do a full career change and big move <laughs> when you're 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet. What a decision. Because it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's a gamble. It definitely was, but I, I think it's paying off. I mean, we're still uh, um, really, really not rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but still, but yeah. I mean, at least yeah. you guys both met your goals in a sense, right? Yes. I, and actually, yeah, my, my wife is doing a lot more work and I've got a, a really good job, which going through a pandemic was kind of difficult to find. Well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, With uh, yeah. your wife, when she's like, you know what, I'm quitting everything. I'm going to go and uh, learn how to do acupuncture. Were, were you a little hesitant initially and a little questionable? Well, 
Well, she she's got, she was already on that path when we met. Oh, okay, and, uh, gotcha. She, she, yeah, yeah, she was just finishing school and that sort of stuff uh, when we got married. So. Yeah, oh, okay, there you go. That's yeah, a neat, neat yeah, story. She, she had already decided to change everything at that point. Ah, yeah, right. Well, I'm glad everything worked out for you. It sounds like you guys are on the, the right yeah. path. Yeah, well, yeah. and, and whenever, whenever she starts stressing too much about the money, I'm like, well, you know what? It can't get worse than it is right now. <laughs> That's a good way to look at stuff. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, um, for you guys who are drinking a coffee right now this morning, um, I want to ask you this. Do you always order the same thing when you go through your coffee drive through or do you mix it up? A new survey found that 45% of us do tend to mix it up a lot. So you don't always stick with your same order. I don't. 30% are loyal to their favorite drink and almost never order anything different. They also asked people about weird drink pairings that they'd be willing to try. I want to go through these with you guys and you let me know if you would like this with your coffee. Are you ready? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Number one, coffee and chocolate milk mixed together. I've heard it's good. Never done it. Never will. Because coffee and hot chocolate, that's your standard mocha, right? And that's a fine drink. It is. But mm-hmm. coffee and chocolate milk? Sure, I'd try it. Mm-hmm. Same thing, isn't it? Instead of using milk in your coffee, use a chocolate milk? Yeah. I feel Maybe like it'd be that's a little thicker. Only 36% of people said they were willing to give that a shot. Like, it's nice to think about, but I would, uh, I don't know why, but I just would never do that. What are you against? I don't know. Change? Do you enjoy a chocolate milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You used to drink chocolate milk all the time. It's delicious. I love chocolate milk. I'll get the like the, the little mini plastic yeah, jugs. Yeah. I'll drink that no problem, and I'll pound back a coffee no problem. But putting them together? together? Ah. All right. How about this one? Number two, coffee and soda or pop. So Coke or Pepsi. That was a thing years ago, wasn't it? No. Putting Coke in coffee? How, are you doing like a half and half? Like, what's the mix? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Coffee and Coke mm-hmm. or coffee and Pepsi. Yeah. Would you give that a shot? 29% of people said that they would they would try it. Hmm. That's damn near the same as the chocolate milk. Yeah. And to me, Coke and coffee is outrageous. <laughs> With that, I wonder what that would taste like. I don't see it being good. Well, you would lose your fizz, so it wouldn't be fizzy. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it would be dramatically sweeter. The Coke is the sweetener in this? Like you're using Coke instead of sugar? Is that the idea? I'm guessing. Probably. Or you would add sugar if you still want it sweeter. Oh, I'm guessing, I don't think you add sugar. I'm guessing there'd be no milk. No. That'd you, be weird. Are you trying to make your Coke or Pepsi even more caffeinated than what it is? Although then you'd be making like a float if you throw a bunch of milk in there too. Oh, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, guys, that's how you make a prison pre-workout. What? Drink. Instant coffee and a Pepsi. That's a prison pre-workout? Yeah, like if you're in jail and you're oh. going to go work out. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Right? Rather than like a Red Bull or something? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Instant coffee and a Pepsi? Mm-hmm. This text here says, I'm putting chocolate milk in my coffee right now. Oh. Another one here says, in the winter, I put eggnog in my coffee. It ain't bad. Well, yeah, that's like doing like Baileys and stuff. Yeah, yeah but, would, but would you do it? I would, yeah, I would throw, I, I have thrown eggnog but in. But you won't do chocolate I, milk? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been out of milk and I'm like, oh, I only have eggnog and yeah. I use that in my uh, morning coffee. If you were out of milk, would you try chocolate milk? Mm, I don't think I would. What? Why? I, know, I don't know. I don't know my, I have a weird hang up with that, I guess. But chocolate and coffee go so well together. Uh, I don't know. How about this one? Uh, iced coffee and lemonade. Mm, Come on. No. Yeah, that's another one people like to try. What a weird combo. I don't know if the, the bitterness of coffee and lemonade would jive. Okay, and how about this last one here? This one's kind of gross. Milk and ginger ale. 
Ooh. 26% said sure they would give that a shot. Why not? I feel like that would curdle. It probably wouldn't, but... People do milk and cola. Like milk and Pepsi, milk yeah, and Yeah, that's a paralyzer, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So maybe ginger ale's fine. Oh, maybe. Ginger ale and milk wouldn't be all that bad. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Well, you do drink milk and, and uh, Coke. With Is it rum? Yeah. Or Kahlua? Uh, either way, it all sounds very disgusting. But but, the, <laughs> but crashed and the eggnog and coffee is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do eggnog. Tons of people do eggnog and uh, coffee. This text here says, guys, I put uh, coffee and Coke before. Mm-hmm. I was working a casino night and I was exhausted. It was 4 a.m. I tried it. It's actually really good. Wow. You don't make the best choices at 4 a.m. No, you don't. If you're working, though, you're tired. Mm-hmm. This one here says, I'm currently drinking black coffee with ground up. Is it cocoa nibs? What's a cocoa nib? Wow. I think it's like a, a like little Like little coffee beans? Yeah. Mm. And someone said they like ice cream and ketchup. Oh, God. That's, that's terrible. That's really gross. That's terrible. Yeah, that sounds all disgusting. Agree. That's <laughs> yeah, that really bad. All right. If someone is on the verge of being canceled, are they getting a bad rap or a bad rep? Rep. Rap. Why would you get a bad rip? Bad rep. Reputation. Oh, rep. Oh, I think it's a rap, like a rap sheet. I thought it was bad rap, too. Right? Is it like, uh, like, I don't want it on my rap sheet. No. Isn't that what it is? <laughs> um, Crash is correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, right? it's, it's like it's, getting a bad rap I sheet. I don't want it on my rap sheet. Yeah. <laughs> they say that it does work both ways, but it's supposed to be bad rap. Because you can't have a rep sheet. Yeah. But like, I what's what, a rep sheet? I get what he's saying. I get for reputation, right? A bad rep? Yeah. You don't want a bad reputation. Yeah. But I don't want a bad rap on my rap paper. <laughs> yeah, what is a rap? What is a rap paper? You know where they put all my bad stuff that yeah. I've done. <laughs> rap, my rap what is sheet. A rap sheet. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be an old saying, like what we were talking about yesterday. Oh, a rap sheet is another phrase for a criminal record. Yeah, I don't want it on my rap sheet. So you don't want it on your rap sheet. Hmm. Mm. Okay. So is Google rap sheet. Okay. And see if there's anything for Haley. Rap sheet. <laughs> He's probably not going to be. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing rap. comes up for it, rep. It's correcting sheet. to rap. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Rep, Any, rep sheets. Anyone got a bad rap sheet? A rap sheet. Yeah, someone said rap stands for record of arrest and persecution. Oh, so it's R-A-P, oh, there you go. not okay. W-R-A-P. <laughs> like rapping Oh, were you thinking paper? rap like rapping paper? Oh. Yes. Got I knew rap- it was R-A-P, but I didn't know what it stood for. Well, I thought it was like you got to wrap up, like this is a wrap of what you are as a person. Of what you've done. A wrap up of all the bad things you've done. Oh, that kind of does work too. It, it yeah, does yeah, work, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it is supposed to be bad rap sheet, not bad rep sheet. Mm. A website did compile a bunch of these and here they are with the original phrase first and then the one that people get confused about or the misheard version are you ready mm-hmm. uh number one is it coleslaw or cold slaw coleslaw i think it's coal like it's c-o-l-e you guys are right it is coal it is yeah. not cold slaw uh-huh. that's like a i'll I'll slur it when I say it because I'm not too sure. And I, I literally could Google it and I never do. Yeah. When you get a, a cold sore? It's is, cold sore. Is it cold or coal? It's cold. Okay. It is cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just be like, oh, they have a cold sore. <laughs> you can slur it. Yeah, I'll just slur it a bit because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, you can slur it. 
Um, wet your appetite or wet your appetite. What? Well, it's wet. Some people say wet. Why would you say wet? I have no idea. Wet isn't a word. <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's not. Wet. Happy as a clown or happy as a clam? As a clam. But why would a clam be happy? I don't know. He's just living I don't think his I've life. Ever, I've never used that term, but clown w- makes way more sense. I'm going clown. I've seen some clowns. They're not happy to be It's true. <laughs> it is, in fact, happy as a clam. Huh. Yeah. Because they're just, they're chilling. They've got nothing to do. Yeah, but they have no defense mechanism. They're we're shell. Gonna, we're going to pick them up and cook them. They don't know that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they're happy. Oblivious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last ditch effort or last stitch effort last ditch, ditch. you guys are right yeah, it is ditch. last ditch yeah yeah, yeah. deep seated or deep seated oh, seated deep probably seated. deep seated that makes more sense like e-e-d-e-d yeah yeah like i put it deep in the ground yeah you guys are wrong it is deep seated no really yeah. oh no oh why seated? I, How can you be deep seated? Like if I'm like, ah, there we go. We're you're deep, deep in this chair. Se- yeah, it's deep seated, not seated. Oh, deep I've, seated. I yeah, I always thought it was seated. It means you're well. It means you're existing for a long time and very difficult to change. Hmm. Hmm. I would have thought seated like a garden. Right. It just makes sense. Like it's mm-hmm. in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take for granted or take for granite. <laughs> no one says that. They do. No one says they do. Take for granted. They do. No, oh, no, it's no. granted. Do they have granted heart like countertops? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're showing a home today. They have beautiful granted countertops. <laughs> <laughs> you won't take those for granted. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't correct many people, but I think if they said that, I would correct them. I'd be like, "Sorry, what did you say?" Like if, we, if I said to you, "Man, don't take that for granted." Yeah, I, w- I'm, I would have to stop you and be like, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry, what are you saying? Well, that's wrong. <laughs> it is, in fact, take for granted. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Like I would silently die inside and howl, and then be like, "No, it's, no. it's granted." Okay. Uh, granite. <laughs> Don't say that in front of Crash. It's going to roast you on the true. That's the only thing I uh, you know. <laughs> coming down the pipe or coming down the pike? Oh, crap. I oh. think it's the pike. I think it's the pipe. I'm going pike. Because I'm thinking like the, like the turnpike. I'm thinking like those pipes in the old office buildings where you used to shoot those little oh, the things money up. pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Coming down the pipe? Unfortunately, Haley, you are wrong. wrong. Seriously? It, the true saying is it's coming down the pike. That means that something is going to happen sometime soon. Now, people say coming down the pipe so often that that one now is also acceptable. Mm. But originally, it's coming down the pike. A pike. Huh. And those money tubes, those will go up. So things aren't going down. Yeah, but the, they come down the pipe. Mm. They, they got to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> and the last one here, exact revenge or extract revenge <laughs> no one says that. i really hope it's exact <laughs> yeah it better be exact <laughs> it's exact right it is exact oh, okay. yeah. oh geez <laughs> you got me on that down the pike one i know i did <laughs> yes it's exact revenge exact. not extract revenge mm. 
I'm surprised you don't have your uh, espresso ex- expresso on there. That's because that's a word. These are sayings. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you just say expresso? Well, some people say that. I'll take an espresso. No, nobody says egg. They say espresso. Yeah. Wait, espresso. It's espresso. Yeah. I, no I, X. I usually hit, hit it with an X. I know. They like it. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it means like double shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting decaf. Yeah, probably. This text here says, uh, my friend thought that play it by ear was play it by year. She would say that all the time. Oh, my God. It does make sense, though. Oh. Right? Maybe this is an off year. We'll play it by year. This text here says, when my co- my partner and I started dating, she used to say, dumber than a sack of hamburgers. <laughs> I had to correct her. It's dumber than a sack of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> but a sack of hamburgers would be nice. <laughs> yeah. And this text here says, the amount of people who still say nip it in the butt is painful. Because mm-hmm. it's nip it in the bud. It's bud, yeah. yeah. I'll still say butt. And yeah. I catch myself, but it's already it already made a connection from my brain to my mouth, and there's no stopping it. I'm like, what? it's already there. <laughs> oh man! All right, if you're tired today, using your phone in bed last night might have something to do with it. Seventy eight percent of people now admit to using their phone right up to the moment they're ready to go to sleep. Do you guys do that? Yeah, sometimes. A lot of that time is spent on social media. So a site called sleepjunkie.com wanted to see which apps mess with our sleep the most. Not while using them, but after using them. In other words, they wanted to see how long it took to fall asleep after using different social media apps. Mm -hmm. And the worst offender is TikTok. Well, yeah, TikTok, man, you can just keep going. And this is because of after you watch. Oh, so if you're watching TikTok yeah, yeah. and then you put your phone down. You're still thinking TikTok. Yeah, you're still thinking sleeping. TikTok. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Is that because you're you're watching TikTok instead of like reading? Because some yeah, it's, probably. it's really stimulating. Yeah, it's visual. Yeah, it's yeah. getting you all cranked up. TikTok users took the longest to fall asleep an average of one hour and seven minutes after watching videos. Wow. That's compared to 25 minutes for people who didn't use their phone in bed. And TikTokers also got less REM sleep than anyone else. Instagram was next at 58 minutes. Mm -hmm. Snapchat at 56 minutes. Twitter at 50 minutes. And Facebook, for whoever's still on Facebook, in fifth place at 45 minutes. uh, What do you have for uh, gambling? Well, th- these are social media oh, apps. Just social media. Yeah, not uh, gambling well, I apps. Chat, I could chat with other people while gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're on any of those, just know it will take you longer to fall asleep. Do you guys notice a difference uh, if you're on your phone right up until the minute you try to close your eyes that it does take you longer? Uh, I, I, I haven't nothing. really paid. A, yeah, I haven't ever paid attention. I just put the phone on the nightstand on the charger and then I hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I do that's the same it. thing. I don't, I don't know. I try not to overthink it. But if you look at it like an hour before bed or a minute before bed, it makes no difference between what time you fall asleep. I don't think so. That's, that's how I feel too. Yeah. But maybe, uh, maybe it does. But they've done studies now. Uh, this text here says, guys, I fall asleep after putting the phone down and I sleep like a baby. Oh. No time waiting. Uh, kudos to anyone that could just like hit the bed and pass out. Like you're yeah. like that too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're out cold. That's amazing. You could go like party, party, party out, mm-hmm. right? So you can just like go to bed and like be asleep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like D- deep sleep? It's because I live a full day every day. All right. <laughs> My body's to, ready for rest. Do you have to wait till you're tired, or like if you lay down at like six thirty, would you fall asleep till the next morning? Well, that's sort of my trick. 
Okay. Because I'm always tired. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. I'm very underslept. So right. I can fall asleep at any moment. At any point, you're just teetering. Yeah. yeah. People want to know about YouTube as well. Apparently, YouTube, once you put it down, takes you 32 minutes to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. This is a controversial story, which I'm sure is going to, um, I don't know, stir up a lot of emotions. Uh Because how many ways can we truly be bad at life? I'm punch. Exactly. (laughs) Well, while you guys count your ways, I've got one more for you. Apparently, we've been buttering bread wrong our entire life. Go on. Wrong, as in you're doing it like an uncultured peasant. Oh, Mars hates the way I butter bread. I I don't I don't hate the way you butter bread. I hate the way you annihilate the butter and the margarine containers. <laughs> How are you uh Well you've never addressed that before. You've just addressed the no, But it's all part of You've and addressed the way I spread it no, and all... I'm not spreading it all over the bread. You're like this corner's oh, empty. Yeah. And then she rebutters the bread. Bad coverage. Well, yeah, you know she's what he not does? happy with the coverage. He does a little patch in the middle of the That's bread. all you need. No. no. It's got to go all the way to the crust. Yeah, Why? Thanks, Butter- guys. Thank you. Because that's your buttering bread. Well, yeah. If you're getting like 75% of the piece of toast, you're fine. Let's say you're making a nice pizza pie. Yeah. You put on toppings just a little in the middle. Yeah. What? No, you it don't. Lies. You go, ed- <laughs> you go edge to edge. You go edge to you edge. You need to. And, and also, it- he, he, he cuts. Like, you know, like, let's say if you have butter or margarine in a container. Okay. You know how you take like a swipe of it? Yeah. He goes in this way and digs it. Oh, like a chunk out? Yeah, he digs a chunk. Yeah, what's wrong with the chunk? And then I just... No, no, no. I put the chunk on there and... Take it like this, not take it like that. Nah. Yeah, if if you peel some off the top, it's going to make for an easier spread as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the chunk's good. Starting nice and thin. Your center is hearty and it just fans (laughs) out. (laughs) No. He goes in like this, yeah. takes, flicks a chunk out. So when you open the container, it looks like someone's been digging in it <laughs> like a child. Okay, that's how I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to dig out a big scoop of it. Yeah, I just pull out a big wad. No, like, like Ginge said, you need to have like, like a, you take like a, like a. If you run your knife across the top. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter when you yeah. got margarine. It'll yeah. curl up. And you can make for a nicer spread. Exactly. You can dig into the margarine and it's still going to spread the same as if I went along the top. Mm -hmm. It's the same. You've already, you've already, you've already failed. You've already (laughs) conceded once you've started using margarine for your top. (laughs) Yeah. Like if Crash makes toast in the morning, he digs in knife point down and then just goes scrape, scrape in the middle. And he's like, here's your toast. Good enough. What the hell is that? And then she's like, two problems here. The butter to bread ratio, terrible. Sucks. Yeah. Second problem, it's not cut on a diagonal. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he cuts straight. Well, I'm, a, I'm I'll cut straight as well. Really? Yeah. I cut straight when I'm being lazy. <laughs> like it's more effort to spin the plate to go down. Because <laughs> you've got to turn your brain on and go, oh, got to turn this sideways. <laughs> Like, is, is it better for, like, dipping it into an egg? Is that why no, you like it? No, it just, it looks nicer when Aesthetically? it's on the mm-hmm. diagonal. Like, when I'm presenting it with a little piece of parsley, a half slice of orange. I wish, with that little patch of butter. In <laughs> Sucks. Well, here's what they say you should do when buttering your bread. And the right way to do it, you guys, involves a four-step process. So mm-hmm. let's get to it. Number one, take a piece of bread or your butter roll, put it on your plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Step two, use a knife to take a small amount of butter and then you put that butter on your plate. That's just for you. What? You should never take it from the dish 
and put it directly onto your bread. That's disgusting. Oh, so your knife should never touch the bread or the butter bowl twice. That's right. Huh. Mm. Then you take your piece of bread and you break it up into smaller bite-sized pieces. Butter each bite-sized piece individually. No, you don't. That's wrong. Before you eat it. You would look ridiculous. Just so you know. This is going to be, this is going to sound super snobby. I think I'd put my cutlery down and stare at someone doing that and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I had to take an etiquette class. Oh, God. For a role that I had in a play. Had mm-hmm. to. Because they're like, what is your problem? Yeah. You don't know how to eat. <laughs> it's like sometimes you have to take a ballet lesson to learn how to walk in certain, oh, okay. in certain like time periods. Sure. And for dinner rolls, this is exactly what they told us to do. Really? You're supposed, yeah. You're butter not butter bite-sized pieces. Yeah, you're not supposed. You're, you're not supposed to cut your dinner roll with a knife ever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're supposed to break it up and then. I do. I feel like you could get maximum butter to bread if you were just breaking off individual bites and then buttering those bites. Yeah, I'd be worried about. If, like, what if you run out of butter? Well, I just I feel like I'm constantly drawing attention to myself then with how much bread I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, wow, he's, that's got to be like third roll. <laughs> they also say butter each bite-sized piece individual, individually before you eat it. Never break your bun up and then butter all of your pieces all at once. That's what I do. I just rip into it with my hand. Well, yeah, I just rip it in half and go. Yeah, spread it, make it a sandwich. Yeah, I prefer a hot bun too. Mm. That way I butter it, close it back up and let it melt. Oh, yeah, no, you're not supposed to do that. No, now, if, if, the, if we all went out for like a fancy, fancy ass dinner. Yeah. Okay, the four of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was, they put butter in the middle of the table. Yep. Would you take butter and put a little bit on your own plate for you to use crash ginger? Haley, or would you guys just go well, in? Well, uh, before this story, I would have, yeah, just I didn't know buttered as I went. <laughs> yep, me too. Right? So I'm using two separate knives then as well? No, oh, no you're only taking enough for what you're going to use. Because that knife is only touching butter once. once. Oh, I see. You take it fresh yeah. off your napkin, cut into the dish, yeah. and then and put then it on put your on plate, your and plate. That, that knife is done. See, I'm self-conscious again now, because you're going to see the disgusting amount of butter I've taken the well, first time. See, I would take half of the butter. Yeah. Well, yeah, Murray's going to take half a brick. <laughs> While, like, dead looking at you guys in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Sliding the whole butter tray. A slight, a slight growl in her throat. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I would indeed. But that's huh. the way you're supposed to do it. Do you even know the proper cutlery layout? I know it goes uh, small to small, small yeah. to big, right? small small outside to big to in the middle, right? Is it sharp to dull? Is that a thing? It's not sharp to dull because <laughs> I feel like our uh, <laughs> our appy forks are tiny. No, yeah. And uh, yeah, and you, you eat you but, eat from the outside in. But so you got a big spoon, little spoon too. Fork on the left. Yes. I, no, I feel like forks on the right. No, Knife I think on forks the right. on the left. Nice knives on the right. Spoonies up top. Yes, that's correct. I don't know. Anytime we go to a place like that, I'm like, oh, God, stuff's laid out. So I go, yeah, line up everything on one side. Take this away. (laughs) Lindsay said, guys, I learned this in an etiquette class as well. Such a waste of time. You're also not supposed to be scooching in your chair either. So, you know, when you sit down and then everybody goes like, like you kind of jump your chair up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that. I should be pushing your chair in for you. Uh, Yeah. And then for you guys, you're just supposed to, I guess, be sliding in there. I asked Mm. asked the waiter for a little bump. (laughs) Can you push me, please? I would have (laughs) loved. (laughs) I would have loved to have seen Mars's audition where they're like, oh, my God, you're going to need to take an etiquette class. Like, how are you? She's got this stick of butter in her mm-hmm. hand like this. <laughs> <laughs> Full cave woman. That 
guys, this is real butter. I can't believe it's not butter. No, Two have... hands on her fork like a bale of hay. <laughs> stabbing it. I didn't have to eat buttered buns for my audition. It was a monologue for like not even the play. A monologue? So you had to, pre- you had to pretend you were using cutlery? No, I, I, there was no eating. It was just that was part of the, of the etiquette Are you class. Sure there was a lot after, of it. Are you sure you were auditioning for something yes. or just like some weirdos watching you eat? No. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you you annihilate that burger. <laughs> after the proposition I got on Instagram the other yeah, day. Right? Yeah, right? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Melissa says, I learned the same thing in my business etiquette class in college. Mars hmm. is absolutely right. Really? That's so you can go to a business luncheon or a business dinner and not, it is, you know. It is funny, though. You, you When someone really doesn't know how to use cutlery, it stands out. Oh, you notice. Like the the, ha- the manhandling your fork and stabbing. Yeah. Like that, it really stands I out. would feel, honestly, like tearing bread, like literally breaking bread seems very uncouth to me. You're right? Because t- you're using you're your hands. Yeah. But like, apparently it's not. What if it's, uh, sometimes there'll be a table of like a, some buns. Oh, the bun basket. Uh, buns I need to take little pieces off too? No, buns, you take the bun, you put <laughs> yeah, it on your plate. Don't. <laughs> yeah, and then you break the bun. But the communal bread, I'm just manhandling? The the communal loaf? Would you choose well, one you, bun? You, you only take your, you put your hands on the one that you want. Like, don't take a nice fun uh, croissant and we'll rip a piece off and throw it back in the basket. Yeah. Taking the and whole. don't pick up a croissant, look at it and be like, no, well, and put it some back. Some of them, you never know. <laughs> Some are, some are too uh, hard on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, I do not understand oh, with uh, the, uh, double dipping your butter knife. Oh, mm. I hate looking at toast crumbs in my butter. Mm. Our, Sometimes our, the butter gets pretty wild. Pretty crummy, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what the tub of margarine is for. It's not. I hate crumbs in the margarine. But it happens. It's so You've gross. thrown crumbs in there. I have not thrown crumbs in there. Nope. I've even opened the butter and I see cat lick marks on it. Well, I turned my back once and... (laughs) It's Mars! (laughs) For all these years, you've been blaming Chloe. (laughs) I don't know how they got that lid open. She keeps getting in the fridge. It's wild. Just standing over top of it. (laughs) Oh, Oh I don't know why they find the butter. Like I could I open, I could open it, uh, the tub of butter, whatever it is, base cell, mm-hmm. and I, I butter like bagels or whatever. And if it's left open on the counter, like you hear like boom, 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 boom down the hallway, and like she immediately knows there's butter open. They love it. They love it. And it, I find it doesn't really have a smell. How do they know? I, I know you're right. Margarine doesn't really have a smell. Yeah, it's very weird. Like you warned me about our tub of butter yesterday when I got home. Yeah, I told you that Chloe had her face in it and she was looking. I hate that feeling of even if you don't see them actually licking it, you know if the lid's been left off. Yeah, oh, yeah. That it's been licked. You know it's been licked. But mm-hmm. do you care? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> lid goes back on. <laughs> All right, here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You Who's can te- licking your butter? You can text oh us God. if you like as well at 56789. I don't want to know who's licking it. <laughs> I want to know. Please don't call me with those. Yes. I mean, if you've got a licking butter story. <laughs> Haley would love to hear it. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> we can't guarantee it'll make it on the air. No. But Haley, Haley will have a hoot in there. I don't think there's going to be a lot butter. of licking butter. Oh, there'll be. You'd be surprised. We okay, well, let's find Valentine's. out. Sorry, Haley. I love oh, you. No. Who's licking your butter? <laughs> 
Text us if you like as well at 56789. This could be the easiest or toughest conversation that we've ever done. Look at the first caller coming through, Dawn. Oh, Dawn's got a licking story. Spread it in the I've been waiting and listening for 12 years to this station for this conversation. Yeah. Maybe it's your animals. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your kids. Oh, if you you busted your kids licking, you busted your kids licking butter. The little monsters will dig in with their fingers (laughs) and take like a scoop of butter. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Filthy. Because it's delicious. They know it's good, but it's not even I. I don't. I like it. Like, here's the thing is I don't mind it like thick on a good bun. Butter has to be but melted, just on really. its own. Mm-hmm. I love when there's so much like on a piece of toast, like that it's it's saturated, it can't hold anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like it's soaked inside, but then there's still some on top that oh, the toast. That didn't contained. even melt. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like when your soil gets too much water. No. The rain just sits on top. I know. I love that too. Sometimes I'll even squeeze the bread and it will go drip, 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 drip. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's way too much. Yeah. All right. And you know what? I'll even open it up past butter. Who's licking your mayo? Oh God. Your condiments. Some people suck on the oh, like clean tops the tops? of ketchups with their tongues. Will you clean a condiment fork? I'll 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 clean off peanut butter. Okay. After I've finished spreading, I'll, I'll clean do, I did that yesterday. I'll I had peanut butter toast for lunch. Sour cream. Yes. Sour cream. I'll, I'll actually just take an extra scoop and be like, one for me. Yeah, one for you. Mm-hmm. Mustard, no ketchup, no. gross. Uh, I would do. Uh, yeah, I've licked mustard off a you butter knife. A mustard knife. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've licked a mustard knife for sure. And like relish is just. Oh, I do some relly. Relish is just horrible. Uh, it's just relish. It's relish. a lot of work to do relly. I don't. And you use know it. what? I love mayo, but I wouldn't do it with mayo. You wouldn't like mayo? No, it's too much. Really? But you'll dip a fry in it. Yeah. Well, that's with something. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Ginge. It's with something. It's not just off a cold hard spoon. Yeah. Huh. All right. What butter? Who's licking? Mm-hmm. Mayo, butter, ketchup. Call Haley. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Who is licking your butter? Yeah. Who's licking your butter? Who's licking your mayo? Mm-hmm. Who's licking your condiments? Yeah. Um, anyone uh, lick the top of a ketchup bottle after you squirt it? That's gross. No. I bet you it's been done. Oh, yeah. I think people suck on the right? bottles. The mustard container? Because yeah. you don't want all the crusties on there, right? So I, clean it for next time. I wish I lived with one, actually, a uh, ketchup liquor, because I do hate that crust on top. Yeah, that's uh, gross. The crust is gross. Why don't you become a ketchup liquor? I don't like it that much. Oh, you like, like ketchup? I'm, I'm fine with it as yeah. like a condiment, as like dipping my fries into. But yeah. I, wouldn't just, I wouldn't lick my ketchup knife. Mm. Oh, I would. Yeah, I, I totally would. I love ketchup. Yeah. Yeah, ketchup's fantastic. Mm. I'll even, uh, like if I get the little uh, Dixie cup of ketchup with my fries, Dip, 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 dip. If, I'm, if I run out of fries, I'll put my finger in and go. Oh. Mm. Do you ever sometimes with the fresh cup go. Yeah. And just stick your tongue in a little bit. Um, if you get the uh, little Heinz packets from yeah. like McDonald's or whatever. You, you just suck squeeze it. You squeeze oh, it out. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> That's what I do in the car if I don't have a place to put my um, ketchup to dip oh, yeah. into. So I take bites of fries and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's grosser than fingernails in a couch? No. Not at all. No. That's not really? gross at all. Are you sucking? Oh. Like, let's say you. Let's say it's uh, weeks from now you can eat at Rogers again. Let's say it's a summer you're at a Riverhawks game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get your hot dog. Yeah, uh, they don't have the pumps. They got the packets. Okay, gotcha. you do your ketchup. You guys are sucking the ketchup yeah. out of the packet. I go like this. Go squeeze, and then I know there's still some left, so I go and then throw it out. Oh and Now God. you're doing a line of mustard. Yeah, you're, are you sucking the mustard? You suck the mustard suck out of the, the mustard packet. Too. I'm not putting mustard on a hot oh, dog. Oh, you won't do mustard. Not eh? a mustard gal. Oh, okay. I'll do mustard. You suck that mustard? Yeah, oh. yeah I'll suck that mustard. Mm. Suck it good. <laughs> 
I'm not the only one. This text here says, guys, I worked with a guy who would buy the old Dirty Bird KFC. Ooh, for yeah. lunch yeah. every day at work mm-hmm. he'd always get that gravy too and once he was done his meal he'd drink the rest of the gravy he gots to and I don't blame him he says I think I could hear his veins congealing would you throw out a bag of gold no <laughs> <laughs> you'd eat it <laughs> melt Suck it down it. and drink it <laughs> I drink gravy. Oh, I'm drinking gravy. I'm yeah. not drinking gravy. It's one of those things that feels terrible as you're doing it, but, but it's yeah. so good. It's Who so cares? Good. <laughs> Even like, if someone's watching me, I'm I big. make eye contact and be like, "You're jealous." <laughs> you I'm wish a this little, was you. I'm yeah. a little piggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame that person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Sherry's hanging on here. Sure. Hey, Sherry. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing Hi, pretty good. good. Talking about licking random things. Um, your hubby, what's he licking? Um, he'll lick the mustard off his knife after he like finishes yeah. spreading it on his bread or buns or whatever he's making. Yeah, yeah. Crash will do that it. too. And then he'll like do this little like shiver as if like, why did I just do that? <laughs> but he never stops. He just keeps doing it. Yeah, the, the mustard does give you a little bit of a kick where you're like, whoa, whoa. whoa that's a lot yeah, of mustard. Yeah, that's exactly it. And he does this little shiver when it kicks. He, does, he gets that little kick and yeah. then it's like he just continues on. Yeah, oh. yeah it's, it's totally good. Yeah, I, uh, Crash has done that. I've seen him do it. Yeah. It's mustard's oh. a lot. Is there any condiment that you would lick? Uh, maybe peanut butter off off oh, a knife. Yeah, it's I'll do peanut butter, sour yeah. cream, but mustard, no. Can't touch no it. Mustard, no. Yeah. no mustard, no mustard, nope. No. All right, okay, I'm thanks, with you, Sherry. Sherry. Yeah, thanks, bye. bye. Have a good day. You too. Uh, this text here says, guys, I watched my wife and my best friend fight over who got to drink the rest of the KFC gravy. <laughs> It's like a penthouse lever. (laughs) I never thought it would happen to me. And this one here says, I knew someone who would have Swiss chalet sauce as a bowl of soup. Eat it with a spoon like it was soup. The Swiss chalet sauce is fantastic. I could see it it being done. I know you hate it. I'm not alone. On the hate for Swiss chalet? It's no, polarizing. It is polarizing. We've done this before. Now family is all over the it's place with gravy. it. It's not a gravy. Do not compare it to a gravy. It, no, I, it wishes it was a gravy. It's its own. It's chicken sauce. <laughs> it is. It's it's thin. It's thin like a... It, it's like an uh, au jus. Au jus? It's yeah. not au jus? quite as thin as an au jus, though. Au it's au a jus? little thicker than that. Mm-hmm. This text here says, This conversation makes me either want to go to Sobeys or go see my girlfriend. I can't understand. <laughs> go to Sobeys first. <laughs> um, let's do uh, Shelly. Hello. Hi. Hey, uh, your niece dabbled in a bunch of butter, right? Yes, my niece. Uh, she's. Uh, I've been an auntie since I was four, so she's only four years younger than me. And oh, okay. I was about... I was about eight, I guess, and she actually had just crawled up to the table and stuck her hand in the in the margarine container. Yeah. And um, and then I, uh, my sister, her mom, went to go grab it, and then I grabbed the grabbed my niece, and then I went to go grab the container, put the lid on, and my niece just kind of scooped around like so stealthy and just grabbed another big handful. Just a point. Just a, yeah, I just stuck it in her mouth. And the best part about margarine is it's it's like yogurt, like scoopy like yogurt. No, n- no, I don't. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> disgusting, but yeah, I think... It is. The- she already had one mouthful. Yeah, yeah just another one head. And then did it again, yeah. The real shocking part of this story, though, where are you from, Shelly? I'm from Winnipeg, born yeah! and raised. Yeah! 
What a yeah, bird. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Do you want to know how I, know. I, I knew you were Every from? Every time you guys talk about Winnipeg, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how I knew you weren't from Alberta? Is because you said margarine. And you say something else here? Yeah, margarine. They, they butcher it. What they say, say? They say margarine. Mar- no, we say margarine. It's, it's margarine. Margarine. It's yeah. margarine. Yeah, it's margarine. That's what it is. It's always been margarine. It will forever till I die be margarine. Just like, you know, in Alberta, you guys, there's another word for men's underwear that we say gitch and gotch. You guys say gone. Yeah, they add an N. What the heck is that? Right? Like, I know you do margarine, but I was like, what did you just say? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. But, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, um, amazing story. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, call anytime, well, yeah. Shelly. Take care. Have a great day. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye. <sighs> I wish you guys could have seen inside this room when she uttered that. <laughs> oh, Ginger, I instantly made eye contact. I've never heard. You've constantly said that's a Manitoba pronunciation. Uh, yeah, you I have. I thought you were lying. Mm-hmm. You're just making up for your own, you know. Uh, horrible upbringing. <laughs> but you're not alone. Marjorie? No. Well, that's just the way that you should properly say it. Is that because you butcher it? Teachers in Manitoba told you to spell it out because the E at the end makes the I. Everything was phonetically spelled out. So then it should be margarine. Why? There's, what? That's how yeah. it's spelled. Mm-hmm. There's not six E's at the um, end no. of margarine. Yeah, the way margarine. I learned was a whole bunch of E's and there's probably even a Z in there. <laughs> a Z? <laughs> Margarines. Margarines. (laughs) Um, Ben, hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, Crash? Ah, Not too much. Uh, We're talking about uh, licking things. Um, (laughs) uh, Your cousin did some licking, right? He did a a little bit more than licking. I was at at a wedding, and there was a buffet, a buffet style for the dinner. Yeah. And there was a big bowl of butter (gasps) to use Uh as you would need on your dinner roll or uh-huh. whatever you would need that butter for. Yeah. Right? So when I sat down at the table, my cousin had a giant scoop of butter, maybe two scoops of butter, Uh-oh. like on his plate. And I said, why, why do you have so much butter? And he said, oh, I thought they were mashed potatoes. Oh, said, no. <laughs> so I said, did you discover that they were mashed potatoes? Before or did you discover it was butter before or after you took a bite? And he said after. Oh, <laughs> so he got right in that soft butter and acted like yeah. it was a mashed potato. Oh my lord! I wonder. It probably would be decent, but you know right away it is butter. Oh, you know right, right away. Also, mad props to the caterer caterer who didn't have rock solid butter. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it's right? good room temperature butter, perfect. Yeah, like the fact that he was able no to worse. eat it. it up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. stuff. Oh, man. The absolute worst. Yeah, okay, thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Not a problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, some of those fancy butters, I can get a, like a whipped butter and stuff. Yeah, you never like, know. Like, it's dangerous. It might be a little mashed potato. There's nothing more meal-ruining than a rock-hard butter pad. Well, it's yeah, unusable. you get the rock-hard. That's unusable. Because the potato's never warm enough yeah. no. to melt it. And you can't spread it on your bun. No. Yeah. No, you know it's like high quality when yeah. it's soft. Well, yeah, how are you for recognizing that caterer? Thank you. How hard is it to just leave your butter out for a bit? Why do they do it like that? I don't that? know. Yeah, why are you just like pulling it out of the fridge and throwing it on a plate? Couldn't agree more. Unacceptable. If I'm paying these exorbitant prices, <laughs> 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 $34 please. <laughs> Haley, you got a wedding coming up. Yeah. You better make sure. <laughs> soft margarine <laughs> that, out there. That butter must be soft. It'll just be melted in a cup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Just Good. put a bunch of tubs of margarine on each table. That, only on your table. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. Um, Don, hey, buddy. 
Good morning. How are you? Doing Hi, fantastic. Um, your are girlfriend, you? uh, her daughter loves butter, right? Well, I was going to school when we were living together, so we were pretty broke most of the time. Yeah. And we splurged one time and bought butter instead of margarine. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> I was making supper that night, and I turned around, and there's Elise sitting at the table with the butter dish and a spoon. Just going <laughs> oh. around. Just going no. Around. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. I just about had a heart attack. I <laughs> and bet. not because I was eating too much butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, let me in there. <laughs> oh, why? Yeah. Why was this happening? Oh, well, apparently kids love butter. They just Young like kid. getting like in was, there. She was about uh, two, two and a half years old when that when she did it. So you know she didn't she didn't know what you know that butter was like. Ooh, special. yeah, it's just it's creamy. Yeah, it's, and it's creamy. It's wholesome. And it's like yeah. slightly salty. And yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I guess that that was it. But she was just going to town. She had butter all over her face. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. Okay, thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Good. Bye bye. Bye bye. Kids love butter. They Boy, do. It sounds like they had had butter in the house for a while. I get. It. He's just like, I want to fit one more one in. More, uh, sure. France is hanging on. Hey, friends. Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, a friend of yours loves to lick butter, eh? Um. Well, her daughter. So my sitter, um, her father likes to give the kids a treat. He'll cut a slice of cheese and put butter on it. <laughs> no. Um, my dad used I, to do that. Butter sounds, and cheese. Yeah. I don't understand it. It sounds like a heart attack on a cracker. But yeah. anyway, she was on her own in the kitchen for a few minutes when she was with the smaller child. Yeah. And she grabbed like a, a thing of butter, actual butter, you know, with the tinfoil on it. Yeah. And she grabbed the brick of cheese and was going to town with like a ch- chonky bite of butter and a chonky bite of cheese oh. and back and forth. And so you could see huge bite marks out of the big giant stick of butter. She was literally just chomping about- on the stick. Yes, and so it was only about 10 minutes, but she polished off, like, a cup of butter and, like, a good <laughs> half a cup of cheddar. We weren't sure what was going to happen to her, so we kept giving her, like, ginger ale and things to calm her tummy down. Well, yeah, your stomach, um, well, I think, would be pretty upset. Well, or you'd just uh, be bunged right up. I don't think you're bunged up. That's a greasy highway. With the, che- <laughs> the cheese, though? <laughs> the cheese will bung you up, but I'm pretty sure it's oh. a cup of butter directly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> greasy highway. Yeah, welcome to greasy inner. State, like, good God. <laughs> Holy yeah, cow. it sounds absolutely as horrible as it is. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, if you are a Gen Zetter, uh, this story is for you. Housing prices across our country continue to skyrocket, but that's not stopping Gen Zs. They say that they're going to start finding creative ways to overcome the financial obstacles of owning a home. A new report is out that says that 24% of Canadian Gen Zers will co-own their first home with family. Huh. Most likely a sibling. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to buy my house without Hayden. Yeah. With well, the, Hayden's not your brother. No, thank or, goodness. Well, I mean, oh, we don't know. There's no reason we're not having kids. <laughs> yeah, all doctors have advised against it. All my kids will have my beaten guppies and gills. Oh. Like, you guys do you, but just don't have babies. Don't have kids. <laughs>
An additional 13% of Gen Setters said that they expect to co-own a single-family home with friends or people who aren't family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have done that. Yeah. What a gamble. That's trickier, though. It's tough. That is Whew. trickier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then once someone wants to leave. Yeah, that's a problem. You got to yeah. buy them out or they got to Or you guys agree on selling, yeah. Yeah. At least with family, you're a little more committed. Mm-hmm. Quick poll, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Does anybody own a home with someone in your family that isn't your parent? Mm-hmm. Like, do you own a home with your brother, cousin. your sister, your cousin? Do you own a home with a friend? Mm-hmm. Are you worried about one? Yeah, like, because if one person gets, like, you li- life to, happens. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, life happens. Life Maybe happens. You get into a relationship. Sure. And you're like, no, we're going to move out. We want our own home. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing here? Yeah, do you, do you agree to buy out that person? Or do you or do you have an agreement that you're going to sell that home together? Because, like, if and I... And go your separate ways? If I partnered with someone in a house right now, and we're selling, well, like, I, or if I'm piecing out, like, do I pay a, a deal or market price? Mm. Yeah, can you afford to buy them out? Yeah, that's now another you, thing. Now you have to sell? Yeah, yeah. Because you would bring a realtor in, I guess, and then they would tell you, like, let's say... The value of the home, yeah. yeah let's say, just to make math easy, your home's worth 500000 mm-hmm. So now you have to come up with the two fifty to... Yeah. Versus when you bought the house, you bought it for a lot cheaper, maybe. Mm-hmm. The house wasn't worth as much. Yeah, do you pay what it's worth? Or do you I've, swing a sweet yeah, deal? that's a tough one. I wouldn't one. give a deal. Yeah. I I'd be like, market value. To your brother? <laughs> Yeah. Well, because if like if you Anyone. if you and John bought a house together, yeah, and John wants to go, yeah, to go live in the bush, he's mm. he's done with it. Yeah, he's he's you, with the bush. You'd now. have to buy out John, so yeah, you'd I have would. to give John two hundred fifty thousand oh. dollars. Where oh. would you get that money? I don't know. Right? Yeah, you'd have to sell the whole place and then I'm and then house split hunting. the yeah, and then you're house hunting. Yeah. Oh, oh. that's tough. Is mm. there is there anybody who's done this? Uh, this one, my sister and I bought a condo. Okay, do there you guys you live in it together? And, and what happens when you guys want to go? Yeah. Or one of you wants to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you noticed a lot of the uh, the newer builds have two master suites? Yeah. I think yes. that's why. Yeah. Because a couple well, that we looked at were like that. Yeah, and I think part of it too, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, a lot of the couples sleep in separate bedrooms. Sleep separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. So why not have two primaries? But also, Haley's got a point though. If there's two, um, If there's two primary suites... Yeah, then, then you can have... You, you can buy with, with your family or you can... Yeah, you know. it just works. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey guys, I think this is the condo people giving us an update. Oh. oh yeah. says, my sister and I bought a condo. I just got engaged. So now my sister has to buy me out. Mm. So my fiance and I can go or sell the condo. Yeah. Is the price jacked up? Yeah. How do you determine the price on that? Mm-hmm. I guess market price whatever the house has gained over the past X number of years. Yeah, I guess so. You got to get a loan, get a mortgage. Yeah. Hmm. Cause it's tough to determine what they've put in too. Cause like the first, you know, five, 10 years of your mortgage, just paying interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what actually went against uh, towards it. And-, and what if we talked, we talked about a couple months ago in a relationship. Like what if the roof just got redone? Yes. Yeah. Split, split everything. But you were, you just dumped in, I, you know, eight ten grand and now you're leaving the next day mm-hmm. i want that roof back probably someone's gonna be taking a loss give me that shingle money apparently it's um it says it happens all the time is when couples get divorced it's kind of like the yeah. same the same your, like splitting your of mortgage assets. company yeah. will figure it out you take half okay. the shingles off <laughs> <laughs> okay uh tom how you doing good you good yourself yeah, doing fantastic uh you ended up buying a house with uh, some friends right 
Yeah, I bought with uh, my first house. I bought with two friends. Yeah, and uh, we were in it for about a year and a half, and then the one fellow was uh, getting married. Yeah. So uh, we went and we remortgaged the house. Uh, the other, my other roommate and I. Yeah. And uh, so we had the bank had to. We brought in a uh, a property appraiser. Yeah. It cost like a couple hundred bucks, and then uh, they appraised the property, and then we just gave him a third of whatever the uh, the accumulation in the property price was, and paid him out, and then just brought in a renter to oh. take the other. Oh, okay, yeah. So you, yeah, you did have to just buy him out. Yeah, we bought him out because it was uh, yeah, it was going to be. Otherwise, we'd have to sell the house, and yeah. me and the other fellow weren't ready to do that yet. So yeah, yeah. Uh, at least it worked out for you guys, and then you just got someone in to pay uh, the third of the rent there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, huh. yeah, no, it worked out really well. That was that was too bad he had to leave. He wrecked our lives, but uh, other oh. than that, it was good. Oh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> other than that, a okay. No, no, no. It was, it was just it was one of those uh, uh, perfect roommate uh, agreements. You know, we we it was just the perfect storm, and then you bring in this third guy who's like uh, he's not not as clean, and he's oh. you know you, you got to train him to the new rules and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, so, it just didn't work. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't as good as the other. When, when the three of us were together and we ended up just eventually selling the place in a year after that but yeah but still th- yeah. you got it done all right okay thanks tom yeah hey you're welcome have a good day yeah you too man bye-bye bye um when he said that like that he ruined his life there was a couple of people who were texting in that that said they were like their families there's there's brothers all bought a house together now yeah. they're like not speaking to one another oh well Money makes it tough. Money yeah. does make it tough. Yeah, all of a sudden, you're, yeah, like you said, it's like a divorce. You're splitting assets. You're splitting a ton of stuff. If you've done updates, who's paying for what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Isaac, how you doing? Good. How about you? Very good. Uh, your buddies ended up buying some houses with their parents and friends? Yeah. I have a friend uh, who bought a place with her husband. They split up and then the husband basically just stayed there with his family and a few to pay his mortgage. So yeah. she lost that place and bought a place with her mother and her brother. And they've been living there and doing great. And then I have another couple friends uh, who bought a place with a boyfriend and two of her friends from growing up. And they all share like a big place. Huh. That's interesting. So no one decides to move out yet uh, to do it, but like the the last clerk says, like you can just remortgage, right? You can you can just use your house as collateral to take out a loan and remortgage the house and pay yeah. them out with that. That's true, right? Yeah. So then you're able to pay them to pay them yeah. out, buy them out, as yeah. long as you got some uh, decent yeah, enough you, credit, you, I guess. Yeah, if you've paid off enough your mortgage, you can get equity out of your house without yeah. without having to sell the thing. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. You, there's that option. There's that option. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. Thanks, Isaac. That's really interesting. Thanks, Isaac. Welcome. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Bye-bye. Huh. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, uh, my brothers all owned a house together. Mm-hmm. Um, one wanted to go. Yeah. This Christmas is the first time in 30 years they've been in the same room with one another. Holy crap. So it ended well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would buy, maybe if like uh, if you had an identical twin, because mm-hmm. you guys think the same on everything, mm. maybe you could own a house together with them. Although we talk about twins, there's a good twin, bad twin. Right, great point. Yeah, oh, that never works. Yeah. As long as you're the evil twin, you should be good. Then <laughs> <laughs> you make that commitment. Uh, Amy says, I lived with my sister for a little bit. When I moved out, we didn't talk for over a year. Mm. Oh, I don't recommend it. Money makes things complicated. Ginger, you want to buy a house with me? Yikes. I can, yeah, I can do without talking to you for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're anticipating the ending already. <laughs> uh, Michelle, how you doing? 
Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, you good. purchased a house with four other people? Yes. So, like, housing is something that hits really close to my heart. Yeah. I've made so many mistakes. Okay. <laughs> and so don't go in a mortgage with somebody. I did uh, rentals with leases, sharing leases, but like long term yeah. with other families. And it was awful. What a nightmare. Oh. Um, but with our first house that I purchased, we purchased with like my now husband. Yeah. Um, we went in with... It was him, me, his brother, and my sister slash cousin. Yeah. Um, and what we did, because of all my blunders with leases, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we put the mortgage in his name only because he made the most money. And then we split up the bills uh, and mortgage and groceries as per whatever the percentage of we what we were putting towards the household income. Okay. So... If he was making at the time forty an hour, and I was, ma- he would put in whatever his percentage of that whole household. And if I was only making fifteen an hour, it was that. And okay, and so, so it was on. a sliding scale right. based on what people, oh, were, what making. people were making. Okay, yeah, yeah, and that worked out. And then when first my sister moved out, um, and she actually didn't pay us the last two months of rent and stuff, oh. but like whatever you there it's 12 years ago <laughs> okay and you're almost over it yeah almost over, I'm it, almost sure. over it yeah yeah, yeah that and, sucks. Uh, it kind of screwed us over right and so then we would just like kind of hunker together and stretch it and make it work and then his brother gave us a lot more notice and then moved out and covered an extra month of rent which was super nice that's nice we saw what happened when she left yeah and then it was just me and my spouse. And uh, we ended up buying an acreage from a family member. Don't do it. Don't buy a house from a family member. Oh, my God. They told us that we would just have to buy the house for whatever was owed on the mortgage. And But then when we started going through it, and I was like, no, you know what? My my family's crazy. Let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, that would be so tough you, to sometimes do. Sometimes you just got to say. Yeah, well, you're like, sorry, family. Keep the family out of it. Do all that. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks so much for thanks sharing for that, Michelle. Thanks for the warnings, Double. Michelle. We sure yeah. do appreciate okay. it. Okay. Take hey. care. Bye. Bye. So don't buy a house with family. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't buy a house from family. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Keep with your and from. Out of your house. Keep yeah. them out of your house. <laughs> out of your business, out of yeah. everything. Change the locks. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, here, let's throw one more on this. Sure. Uh, Samantha, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Good. Uh, you bought a house with a friend. How did that end up? Uh, well, he moved out in November after giving me two weeks' notice and not paying his share of the mortgage or the bill. <gasps> oh, no. Was the house in both of your names or just yours? Both of our names. We both put twenty thousand in for a forty thousand dollar down payment. Yeah. Oh no. Which dropped the mortgage down substantially. Yeah. I did all the footwork. I found the mortgage broker, the realtor, the house. I, you know, got all the paperwork signed, set up all the appointments, found the lawyers. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Did everything. Yeah. And then uh, I started to get back out into the dating world, and my roommate was about twenty years older than me. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I reconnected with an old friend, and he spent the night one night, and my roommate came home from work, 
and uh, saw that I had somebody over and lost his flipping mind. <laughs> but that's the agreement. Yeah, but yeah, well, he, he was in love with her. Oh no. <laughs> You're just I so resistible. His heart worse than the day his dad died. Oh. Um, and then it all uh, crumbled. It all fell oh, apart. Yeah. He got uh, very upset, actually, and, like, the whole demeanor in the house changed. The oh, energy yeah, changed. Yeah. yeah, there's so, no recovering uh, from that. So did you guys end up just selling the house, splitting, or did you have to buy him out? Um, I'm currently in the process of saving to pay him out, buy him out, because uh, my the guy I had spend the night, we are actually got back together, so it's mm. been a year now, oh. and he ended up moving in because my roommate got so literally psychotic um, that I felt unsafe. Oh, so geez. he moved in in the summertime, and then my roommate moved out in November, and yeah. we're halfway saved to pay him back already. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Jeez. Yeah, All right, well, thanks yeah, for uh, sharing that, Samantha. Everybody. Yeah. No problem. Okay, take <laughs> Don't care. do it. <laughs> Don't, Don't do it. it. Okay. All right. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> she she oh bought God. with the guy. Yeah. Her, her brain was on, we're going to be roommates and friends and business partners because that's what it is when you enter a mortgage with somebody sure yeah if this is a situation yeah. and in his mind he's like i love you more than i love yeah. the world the gonna, love was one-sided he's oh. gonna wear her down she'll fall for him yeah Oof. oh she's gonna see him walk out of the shower naked one too many times and fall for him oh no it didn't happen. Happen. a classic tale <laughs> this is tragic it never happens no nope. yet. no yet. Yet. Happens yet. <laughs> maybe the next time out of the bed <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Helicopter? <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah, oh, that really tough. sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, Gen Zetters, listen to those tall tales. Well, they're not tall. The real yeah, life stories. Yeah, these are just the literally real life real stories. stories. Mm-hmm. And then figure out what you're going to do. Good luck. Yikes. All right. Here's a weird question. Do you think you could ever be tricked into joining a cult? Oh, probably. I know yourself. I don't think I I don't think I would be. Well, the thing about them is no one ever thinks that they join one until they do. So, do these numbers track? 71% of North Americans think that there's no chance that they would ever join a cult. Mm-hmm. Another 10% said probably not with a question mark. And 12% said that they are somewhat or very likely to be tricked into the situation if it presents itself. I don't think I could uh, fall for that. So many people have tried to convert me. Well, yeah, you're right. You and have bring me into the religious circle. That's no. Not very happening. true. They tried to save your soul. Yeah. I've been trapped in houses. I've been trapped in a van. Trapped at radio stations. Trapped at radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> no one goes into a cult, though, thinking, you know, I'm going to join a cult. They just hear some like-minded people saying some stuff that rings true to them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then before you know it, you look around, you're like, this is a cult. Yeah. Uh, if you ever recognize it at all. Mm-hmm. Now, the older you are, the less likely you are to think it could happen. Only 49% of people under 30 said that there was zero chance that they would join a cult. By the way, if you're a senior over the age of 65, 93% of seniors said, no way would I could I be tricked into joining a call. But they are interested in chatting. But, the, <laughs> but you can come in for a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So Haley, I guess uh, Haley tracks then because she's younger and uh, said, oh. 
I believe a lot of stuff. Just don't give up your money. No, not I don't give up. Hang on to your cash. But you could probably squander my time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Let's say I w- decide I want to become a cult leader. Yeah. Okay. I could go a cult for some leaders. Followers. Yeah. I'm wow. going, I want to start a new cult. Okay, sure. Yeah. I take my megaphone and head down to white. Like, how do you even recruit? Get a milk crate, stand on there with your son. Oh, start, start on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Are you upset? Start, yeah. <laughs> that's all you got to say. Yeah, that's pretty much. Start on Facebook. Find out what people are upset about. Get yeah. yourself some Canadian flag. That easy. I know where they're hanging out. Yeah, Yeah. but you you gotta buy a track of land. Then you need like cult space. Well, you can. Do you want to do like a? I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. Like living in uh, like little tarps. Yeah, no, we're all gonna we're all gonna all live together. We're doing. I'm doing commune living. Oh, you're doing the real deal. You're going hardcore. I'm not like it's not an apple cult. Like it's not just we all like buying the same clothes. It's it's the full on cult. You're going clothing optional. Like Waco. Yeah, I am gonna stand against the government. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're either going the Kool Aid or a, you know a violent, a violent end. Oh jeez. But how do you? Where do you start? Where do cult? Where do cult guys? Uh, cult dot com. <laughs> I think you just like, you just start, register. You just start talking to people. You oh, get it's a, just the band. Get a following. She sells. She sells. Facebook probably social media. I would imagine. You know what? Put a picture of you out there. Uh, on the internet of like a, you have a tear in your eye mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. are immediately going to be like oh my god what's wrong oh my god uh. and then you take all those people that are concerned about you yeah. you got them and then you can you can manipulate them yeah you could probably get cash too if you want are you doing this for cash or are you doing this for well, hugs I think, I think most I think most cult leaders do it for it's two things it's cash and and as you mentioned it's the sex yeah <laughs> yeah it is yeah it is indeed someone said cultmingle.com <laughs> You could probably start that. Gotta find the one that's right for you. Yeah, 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 right? (laughs) It's true. Uh, Some people want to know if some of those MLM companies um, can be a cult. (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah. What what was that documentary you watched on those? uh, The um, LuLaRoe. Yeah, the Lula 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 Row. Yeah, that was total cult. Oh yeah, my girlfriend almost signed up for that. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Don't give them your money. Totally a cult vibe when you get everyone into the big auditorium. Oh yeah, and. Uh, they were doing all their speeches and stuff, and it, a lot of it had uh, religious undertones yeah, too. It did. Like it was, yeah, that's total. That cult. Lulu Row though, like I, I've never purchased Lulu Row, but I remember it being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't look at social media. Maybe not so much like Instagram. Uh, I doubt TikTok, but Facebook, like Facebook for Facebook sure. Era, yeah. Where it was like every third woman on Facebook was trying to sell you Lulu Row. What and, what, and what did you buy any Haley? No, no, I didn't either. Because it was just what cheap pants. They came. They were really big when I didn't have a whole pile of money, so yeah. I wasn't buying their. Or maybe stuff. they weren't even cheap. I don't know, but they fell apart, didn't uh, they? I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. They're still online here. It's just all clothing. Is that their thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for, for some reason there was a lot of like hype around like their their leggings. I think it was leggings. Yeah, yeah, they had them like super soft, lots of different like fashion colors. Yeah, and, the patterns. And patterns. Yeah. And the patterns would constantly change. Yeah. That way, the dealers, like the cult members uh, who are selling this stuff, have to get the new line mm-hmm. and they would have to buy all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. And it's up to them to unload it. But people were also going nuts to buy it. Yeah. Like women couldn't get enough of like buying all these leggings and. Yeah, it was yeah. like a status. It, it's a good documentary, by the way. It's called Lula Rich, I believe, if you want to yeah, check it out. I think it's on Netflix. I think so, yeah. Prime. Is it Prime? Oh, is it Prime? One or the yeah. other. You'll find it. Yeah. It's Just good, though. It. But yeah, that, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be total cult. Oh, totally. Yeah. Huh. 
you find out how to start a cult there, Ginger? Oh, yeah. Did you, are you, it's so oh, hard. Oh, I thought you started I'm one already. I'm through. But <laughs> <laughs> like you just disappeared. Yeah. I thought you I thought you started We're it. We're talking leggings. Ginger's recruiting members. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll good. never start a cult. He's sending out mass texts to all the now family here. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, stop that. For only two ninety five a month. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When someone asks, "How've you been?" How do you respond? Great. You say great. Yeah. Great. Lee, how do you respond? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. Ginge. Yeah, I'm good. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a mouthful of bagels. <laughs> Well, if you ever catch yourself doing this, you're not alone. A new poll found that when someone asks you how you've been, your go-to answer is fine. Yeah. Even when things for you have been terrible. Should we embellish a bit more? Be like, oh, great. And then talk about your day. I don't know if people really care. Well, then don't don't ask me how I've been. Yeah, well, but it's, just, it's like saying hello. Yeah. You don't need to give a whole thing. Would you be mad if you were like, hey, man, how have you been? You're like, man, I've gone through like a rough two years. Uh, in some yeah. in some cases, I'd be like, okay, I got time to listen to this. Okay, but right, uh, right. majority time, no, I don't want to hear that. Well, seventy percent <laughs> of people usually say I'm fine simply because they're on autopilot without thinking, mainly because it's probably easier than explaining why you're not fine. Mm-hmm. We also do it because we think the person's just being polite, not really asking how we've been, and we don't want to come across as being negative. Mm-hmm. We do, however, though, do it a lot. The average person says that they're fine four times a day. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how are you? Hey, what's fine. up? Yeah. Doesn't fine seem like not good? Fine seems like I'm, you're going through something. Yeah. I'm, like I'm not, fine. I'm obviously not good, but I don't want to, or I want you to ask me about it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine's not good. Yeah. Because uh, if people ask you, Mars, how you're doing, you fire back at them immediately. Mm-hmm. You're like, good. How are you doing? Yeah, I do. I like, fire there's back. There's no chance no. for anyone to uh, get a little more out no, of you. No, no. You'll never Just know. Just close down. No yeah. wiggle room. No, not no, at no, all. no, 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 no. No, none at all. Uh, by the way, according to this survey as well, 38% of the time we're lying when we say we're fine. We're absolutely not. Well, yeah, because I think people just don't want to get into it, right? Yeah. And you don't always know how you are. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it takes a second or a little to reflect on it. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Two thirds of people said they wouldn't even answer honestly if their closest friend asked. They'd still say, I'm fine. Yeah. Even if you're not, though, doesn't mean you want to talk about it either. That's right. Let alone yeah. you're saving them the awkwardness. Yeah. 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 Some people don't want to open up about it. Here's the thing. When we do open up about it, when we are honest to say that things have been rough, uh, people on the other end of that mostly don't know how to handle you telling them that information. Well, yeah. I don't want to hear feelings. Mm. 40% <laughs> of people said that if they ask you how you're doing and you're honest, they said it would make them feel awkward, like they would need to help or that they would need to leave the situation immediately. Like, there's a few people that uh, we know, I don't even ask them how they're doing Mm-mm. because I'm not getting into it. You're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me. I, I'll just say hello. hello. I am not, I will never ever ask them, how, how's your day going? How has your weekend been? Because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> Yeah. What do we use outside of? Because once once you've done hello, you still there still needs to be a little bit more sometimes. Let's say you're both waiting for the same elevator. You're yeah. both waiting for the same coffee machine. Yeah. I'm specific. Not how are you in general. Yeah. How was your Saturday? Yeah. But that oh. could be anything. That could be good or bad. Most people say good, good. I'm like good. Mm-hmm. You like elevators too? I see. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give them too much space. Don't give them too much space. Yeah. To you find sh- things wrong. You shut it down pretty quick. That's right. Uh huh. Good, good. It does suck, though, if you are in the coffee machine situation yeah. and you're waiting for someone to fill their, their contigo. You're like, oh, damn, they did travel mug setting. 
This is going to take a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that travel uh. setting sucks. Anastasia says, I work as a cashier at Costco. And when people ask me how I'm doing, I ask them, do you want the real answer or the politically correct one? Oh. She says the politically correct one. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad one. You could dig in deep on Anastasia because it's a, there's a time limit on your transaction. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're you're only going to be there for like 90 seconds. Yeah. Do you challenge him? You're like, how much can I get out of him? It's yeah. gonna unload my life on you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you Anastasia is crying by the end of the transaction, <laughs> and you're like, bye. <laughs> this text here says, "Good morning, everybody. I'm like Crash. I have a friend that never asks me how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing now she doesn't want to hear it. LOL. Well, yeah, because chances are they've asked a couple times, and possible. you've unloaded, and they just don't want to hear. It. Yeah, they just don't. They don't have time for it. It is possible, right? Cleveland, Ohio. We go. Because a woman there called 911. Why? They shorted her chicken. Oh, oh, people people count chicken. Apparently, management wasn't helping her out either. She told the dispatcher that she paid $25.99 for eight pieces of chicken, but she only got four. Oh, well, that's a huge amount. She said she went back to KFC to complain, but the manager claimed he was the one who packed the bag and he gave her the correct amount. And she ended her rant by saying, and I want my chicken. Mm-hmm. The dispatcher then waited a beat and responded that, well, you're going to probably have to take that up with uh, KFC. An officer was dispatched, but he told the woman he was unable to help her get her chicken. Oh, well, I don't I don't think their their job is to deal with missing chicken. Well, it's not job one, but if there's like an available officer. Mm. Yeah. Fix this chicken problem. Get the chicken. It is a lot of chicken missing. Yeah, and I know we're not supposed to call 911 for missing chicken. <laughs> but, but half your chicken's gone. You order a full bucket, yeah. you don't get a full bucket. And let's say maybe she doesn't have more money in her chicken budget. Mm, what yeah. is she to do? Steal the chicken. I have. I think I've got some of her 911 call here. Let's see if we uh, can have a listen here. Yes, I'm at uh, KFC on 260 of uh, Euclid. Okay. And I came here earlier and I bought some chicken. I bought some chicken for twenty five ninety nine, which should have been eight pieces. I only got four pieces of chicken in here, and the manager gonna say he packed the bag, but I only got four pieces of chicken, and I want my chicken. Got him, blame her. Okay, uh, that's gonna be more of a civil matter. You'd have to take it up with management, and then maybe someone above him. There's not much the police can do about it. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't help me get my chicken. I mean, I could send someone over to talk to you. (laughs) To talk to me? They should be talking to them. (laughs) That's valid. (laughs) The cops don't need to talk to that person. (laughs) Yeah, so nonetheless, no word on whether or not she got her chicken. It's looking like... She did not. If you go in and buy a big bucket of chicken, are you counting? No. This goes back to, do you check the bag at the drive-thru? Not really, no. I just drive away and then dive into it. Yeah, I just hope for the best. Yeah. Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like as well, at 56789. I want to know, how far did you get before you realized that you didn't have your order? And would you go back? If it's a completely wrong order, probably. Like if you got all the way home, oh, all the way home with your A&W. No, I'm, I'm not going not back. You're not going back. No. If only, I'm still kind of within the parking lot and I'm reaching in, I'm like, 
Where's my damn hash brown? That has happened. And I've looped around back into the drive-thru. You go back in the drive-thru? Yeah. I've seen people come inside. Uh-huh. You ever been inside when an angry drive-thru person no. comes in? No. Uh-huh. It feels like now they have like priority because they were already wrong to the drive-thru. Well, they cut right to the front? Yeah. Mm. They excuse, go right in Excuse there. me, this is very different. I did that's that a drive-thru at, problem. I did that at Starbucks. Of course. <laughs> but they handed me the spoon cup, remember? Oh, yes, I do. What's a spoon cup? It's just where, like, if they're mixing drinks or whatever, they put the spoon in a cup of water. Oh. And I just got a cup of, like, just milky, gross water. Oh, well. And I'm like, what is this? I went to the front with that. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And my cup was sitting right there. That that feels fair. <laughs> it was so gross because I took a swig. There should be. A- <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. There should be a dedicated spoon cup line. <laughs> For that very reason. If you're standing in line, like in a store, yeah. and an angry drive through person comes in, should they get at the back of the line? Probably, hey? No, yeah. I think they should get to the front because they've already waited. Aren't I waiting in line? Yeah, but they've but, already but waited and been served. That's that's the risk of the drive through mm. It's a gamble you take. You play by the rules, you die by the rules. This text here says from Zoe says as a vegetarian, if I got a meat burger, I'm going back. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Even though if you get home, is it worth the drive for a three, four dollar burger? Oh, is it worth driving all the way back? Let me put it this way. Although I guess you can't eat the burger because Kindy (laughs) just texted and said she's getting burgers without patties. Are you going back if you open up your burger and it's just buns? Uh, yeah. Um, once again, though, if I get home, probably not. If I'm but within look- like two minutes of the fast food joint, yeah. You've been looking forward to that burger all day. Yeah. Uh. And, you, and you waited to enjoy it at your house. Uh. So you didn't, oh. even, you didn't even open the bag to keep it nice and warm in there. Yeah. Mm. Also, do restaurants actually miss putting the burger patty on? I guess some people would, would they get a burger without a patty? It happens. Because you just, yeah, I don't know. But also, like, you know, we're plowing through thousands of burgers. I'm sure the odd. I guess so. Patty gets missed. Yeah. All right. How did you, what what did you miss out of your, uh, out of your meal? Did you go back? Were you that angry person in line? Mm -hmm. Cutting right to the front in front of everybody? I'd missing uh, fries at Arby's. Yeah, you did. Missing curly fries. Come on. That one, once again, I just pulled back into the drive-thru. Because I usually can get to the front. Yeah. Not a long wait. <laughs> he literally just did a full Yeah, I just yeah. drove all the way around the building. I'm like, me again. <laughs> me again. Did you get back in line? Did you go through? Did anybody order a hamburger and not get the patties? When you went back, did they think that you ate the patties? Has anybody ever been accused of eating the food and trying to get free stuff? I bet you this happens with like breakfast sandwiches, missing a sausage or bacon, right? You just get the egg and cheese. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. If this happened to you, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. I'm still floored at the number of stories that are coming in of people who just get buns <laughs> and no bergs. I've never worked in fast food, like in the back there. Yeah. So I don't know how quick the assembly line is going, if things can get forgotten or... Well, I'd imagine, especially like a McDonald's or a Timmy's during like that breakfast rush or dinner. You yeah. see how busy they are in there? That's true. Yeah. Good old lunch rush. They're hustling. And the, the, the fix for this is we all just check our bags before we go. But then that holds up everything. You can't check it in line. No. Because I, I yell at people that do that. Yes. I can see they put it on their console and then they open it up like, no! <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta move ahead. Right. You got to keep this thing going. Yeah. Pull ahead into one of those uh, waiting stalls. Uh, this text here says, guys, I go anywhere for yeah. uh, Nuggets, McDonald's, BK, whatever. Mm. I'll always order 25. And before I even pull out of the drive-thru, I'm counting them. If there is not 25, 
I say, give me a whole new batch. What? Oh. So you leave through them, you're like, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like you're counting money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're sacrificing the, the good nuggets. Now you're waiting for a fresh, fresh new 25? Mm. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, Megan, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, if you're missing something in your uh, your food bag from a drive-thru, are you heading back in? I certainly am. Really? Oh, okay. Why? 100%. We have a large family, so we frequently are missing things from our orders no matter where we go. Yeah. Um, my 13-year-old son has decided that I'm a Karen. I refuse <laughs> to accept it. Okay. Um, I refuse to accept it. I most certainly am not a Karen. But, like I said, my son has decided that I am. Um, I will also sit at the window and either check my bag or make my husband check the bag before I even pull away so mm. that I don't have to come back. Oh, and this is right at the drive-thru yeah. window. A lot of people are saying they do yeah. this for sure. Oh, how long, yeah. how, how much extra time are you taking? Like 30 seconds at the window? A minute? Um, ish. Yeah, something like that. Like, if there's things that we can't find, it could be longer. If I tend to take a little bit longer and I'm like, because I have really bad anxiety, so I'm like freaking out if the line's getting long and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. because, so, it, yeah, now because you know you're holding up the line. Right, but when I do that... I always pay for the guy behind me because I feel like an asshole. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. That totally works. Because most people texting in, don't do that. No, <laughs> no, no. They just uh, hold yeah, her up. I'd be angry behind you <laughs> until my meal is paid yeah, for. I've been the person who's been, like, in the back waiting to go up. But also keep in mind, like I said, we have a large family. So even just to order our meal takes It's a while. Yeah, that takes a while. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. man. Well, okay, well, thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> thanks. Have a great day, you Yeah, guys. you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Obviously, her poor son is just like, oh, my God, Mom. Yeah, you know when Mom's acting up. That's He's just, just slouching down more <laughs> in the seat. He's like, oh, God, can we tint these windows, please? Especially at that age, 13, she said. Yeah. yeah. Mom just breathing at that age. like, God, Mom. Yeah. You breathe like so stupid. <laughs> and imagine we're actually speaking to people. Oh. Right. This text here says, guys, this happened to me at Canadian Brew House. I went there, got their lunchtime special. The burger came out, no patty. <laughs> right at a restaurant? I didn't say anything, though, because I don't like confrontation, so I just ate it. A ketchup and onion and pickle sandwich. Oh, oh you just sucks. ate it? Those restaurant oh. burgers, they're so they're so generous with the with the veg. Yeah. I can understand how we go missing. Because it's still a hearty burger. Yeah, the, the tomatoes are like an inch thick. Aww. A head of lettuce. If my burger is missing the patty at a restaurant, know, like I'm, I'm like, sitting in, I'm, I'm going to address it. Yeah. And I think that's fair, because I think the server, uh, the serving staff would really they would have a good laugh well yeah and an untouched plate because <laughs> no one would just take the patio eat it and be like mm, it's missing <laughs> <laughs> the porter in the back is getting talked to <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. how'd you miss a patty <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, another one Steve how you doing buddy I'm good excellent have you uh, had some missing food in a drive through and did you go back uh, every time I go to McDonald's and I've got four kids and a wife so that's six orders oh. anytime I've done that they have never gotten the order completely right oh no that and do you sucks. discover this when you get home uh yeah and then I call and I'm like hey listen this isn't my fault I shouldn't have to pay gas money to come back and get it you guys need to send it to me oh and do they no, never oh. one. Yeah, not. <laughs> they're like, sorry, we can make it up to you, but you got to come and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, you just you just come. And it's like, well, 
no, like, why should I have to come to you for you to fix your mistake? You you need to come fix your mistake. I argue it. It never works. Is so. it usually no. like some missing nuggets or a pack of fries? Like, what, how much is missing? Oh, like, some, it's wrong burger. It, it's been different every time. It's been wrong burgers or, like, my wife gets onion rings every time and, and they never put onion rings in and the, it's missing stuff. And Oh, it. man. So I guess you should probably check the bag before the you pull lot. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just totally inconvenient for you, though, eh? Yeah, but they're always like, yeah, give us your phone number. Give it to us when you come. Give it to us again when you come back in and, and we'll have this or that for you. Yeah, and they usually make up for it? No, they no, <laughs> <laughs> no nothing happens. Yeah. yeah, you give your phone number, they're like, beat it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go in and then they argue again, being like, well, this is, you know, this wasn't today. This was a couple days ago. It's like, well, you guys aren't exactly, you guys weren't exactly on the way. Like, oh. like oh, another McDonald's and say, hey, the one over there is the one that screwed me over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, I wish you luck on your next yeah, order. Yeah, me too, Steve. <laughs> okay, thanks oh, for sharing I, that. I stopped. I stopped going there. <laughs> okay, good, All right. good. All right, thanks, buddy. Have a good one, buddy. You too, man. Bye-bye. Yeah. Those large orders, they're bound to get all messed up. That's, yep. the, that's right? the unspoken risk of the convenience of the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of, you sign that contract. Yeah. Yeah. You think the things could go wrong. Is it? Should it just be you get what you get? <laughs> you get what you get. You don't well, get upset? Yeah, you don't. You take a gamble. Unless you're missing four pieces of chicken like this one. Right? <laughs> well, she's calling nine. She was alone, not her family of eight, you know. Uh, Madison, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so your uh, your dad ordered some stuff through a drive-thru. He wasn't missing something? He actually got more? Um, yeah, so we were actually dining in, and he ordered a mushroom burger, and instead of actual mushrooms, he got cardboard-shaped mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like he got some weird display. How did that happen? Well, the meat was like real. Like everything else was real. Just cardboard shaped mushrooms. Weird. Well, that is really bizarre. Did he figure out they were cardboard by biting into them? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I wonder what the. Why would there be cardboard mushrooms? Like it has to be like a little display card or something, right? I yeah. I don't know. I really wish we would have took a picture because that's like really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. But it happened before we had like iPhones, so yeah. it was a little wild. <laughs> Did he bring it to the front and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we're not serving cardboard mushrooms today. Here's a new burger." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. Get it done with it. Yeah. Um. I wonder if like in the back where they have all the food separated for the burger toppings, mm-hmm. they have little cardboard things that say what's like in each bin. Like how to bin. make the burger. Yeah. And it fell in. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Thanks, Madison. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> cardboard. Like it's got to be that, right? Your little <laughs> I, little I, pictures or something. Because why else would that be back? There? That's or funny. he has an enemy somewhere. <laughs> He's so like, there finally, before. we can use yeah. these. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Uh, we'll do one more on this. Uh, Brad's hanging on. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, your order was very wrong. Did you end up going back? What was missing? So the boss decided that he'd buy us all lunch one day. And we're that's a small nice. office, like four, four or five people. Yeah. So I got all of everybody's McDonald's order and go and pick it all up. Well, we get back and I hand the boss his burgers. And both burgers that he ordered didn't have patties. And he and he thought it was me because I'm a huge pr- prankster. Yeah. But that's one thing I don't do is mess with people's food. <laughs> <laughs> so get, I got blamed for the boss not having burgers. Oh, man. So he got the bun, all the fixings, and it's just missing the patties. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Did he eat just the bun and the condiments, or? No, he just ate the fries. Yeah. Yo, so you guys didn't go back. You're just like, well, whatever. You're not going to eat a ketchup yeah. sandwich. I think I would. If I'm pretty uh, hungry, I, I still want to put some food down. I don't get the missing patties. And those McDonald's onions? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. How big of a pizza pie is too big? I don't yeah, think you there can is. get you can get ones that are too big. I don't think so. Yeah, because in the middle is garbage. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? It never. If you get a big beast of a pizza, your middle sucks. But now you're now you're just folding your slice. Mm. No, then it's mushy though. It's all going to the same spot. <laughs> okay. Well, check this out. A pizza joint is opening up in Toronto that specializes in Sicilian style pizza. Yeah. That is only big enough for the Guinness Book of World Records. Mm. How big is it? 54 by 54. How do you cook that? In a big oven? They must have made a special oven for that, oh, right? Oh, that's a big pie. I just posted a photo of it <laughs> on the app. If you guys are on the app this morning, you can go over and have a look oh. at it. But if you're not on the app, it's 54 inches by 54 inches if you're getting the square. Oh. And if you're getting the circle pie, yep. it's a 54 inches straight across. Okay, if I was at a house party and the 54 by 54 pizza showed up, that is a good time. See, that's what we do for staff lunch around here. <laughs> yeah, why don't we yes. do that? That's what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah, how have we had party subs for decades, but this is no. the first 54 inch pizza? Well, didn't exactly. pizza do like that, or didn't Pizza Hut do that big novelty long pizza at a time? Like that party was a big sub promo. style? Yeah, it was just a long box of pizza, wasn't it? I don't, I don't recall. remember. Is that just that. a false memory or maybe a different company? Maybe you're dreaming of that large of a pizza. Because I just remember like the commercial showed like the delivery driver like hauling in this big long pizza. I I I am not a fan of the square pizza. Why? No. Hmm. No, I want a handle. I want a slice. I don't want a, you don't a, want a, a flat. cube of pizza. Oh, because you don't want like a if you're not eating the crust, yeah, like you're a, not touching that. It's not the same. Mm. Right? Well, Yes and no. Like these tray pizzas? There's oh, enough I, crust to go around. I do There's like... There's not enough crust to go around. I like the corner pieces on the square. Because of the crust. Because of the crust, yeah. yeah. I do like the corner spots. There's way more non-crusted slices than crusted slices. Yeah, I, It's I, a problem. I don't like the middle. Because then you get no crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. No crust whatsoever. Only those edge guys get crust. But on a circle, like on a pizza like that, are you eating a pizza slice this long? Yes. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't you want to try them? Don't you want to challenge yourself? It does look really good. By the way, the name of the franchise is Big Mama's and Papa's Pizzeria. They're from California. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, they specialize in super large gourmet pizzas. I would be thrilled to see the delivery guy walk up with that box to my house. Imagine seeing that oh at the neighbor's, God. how jealous you'd be. How do you um, fit that through the door? You have to tip it and be like, go. <laughs> like moving a couch. Yeah. Strap it to the roof. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll sh- I actually have a picture of them making a delivery. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to, oh, please let, please tell me I can. Yeah, post that. Oh, why don't you let me post it? Here, I can put it up there. I see the one. Do you see the one? <laughs> like, yeah. Can you see it there car? on my computer? Why did they? It's on a smart car. Well, I think they like the juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. Is it sitting on the roof of the car? It yeah. is, but it looks like like imagine the biggest Thule you can find yeah, in the yeah. shape of a square. Yes. On top of a smart car, that's how these guys deliver the pizza. Oh my god, I love that. Isn't See, that great? If this a is great. if a pizza joint in town had novelty pizza like that, I would I would buy it. Yes. 
I would be like, impromptu uh, staff meeting, and that little smart car shows up with this giant pizza. Mm-hmm. Jay, listening from Vancouver this morning, says, guys, there was a pizza place in Calgary called Awesome Pizza. Mm-hmm. We used to laugh when I lived there because the poor delivery guy that would bring the pizza had trouble carrying it. It was about two feet squared. Mm. So like, I, That's a big boy. So it would be a two foot across circular pizza mm-hmm. the box could easily feed 60 people mm-hmm. that's oh i guess yeah two feet that could feed a lot of people oh yeah yeah that's a big pizza right yeah that's it's a probably big boy my arms mm-hmm. that is a big boy i'm gonna try and find the price of this pie what would you pay for that uh um, the big square yeah uh i would give um 65 bucks 54 inches by 54 inches yeah oh you're paying more than that i'd imagine I would imagine it's probably a hundy, but I'm with Crash. Maybe about 65 bucks? I think 65 bucks. I can't find pricing. Who cares? Just take my money. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you don't want that giant big boy, you can also get a smaller one, which is 36 inches in diameter. Someone also uh, has a valid point here. What do you do with your leftovers? The pizza box ain't fitting I in your fridge. You're right. <laughs> You got a problem now. You got a problem. Throw it outside in the winter? Mm -hmm. By the way, in comparison, if you're wondering what is 54 inches, it's about the same length as an intermediate hockey stick. Oh my God. (laughs) It's four and a half feet. Four and a half. So yeah, yeah, think about hockey stick, hockey stick. That's the size of your... That's a big boy. That's a giant pizza. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that there's like four different pizzas in there. I'm guessing that's how they make it, right? They'd make four individual like square pizzas well, and then put them in the box. Gosh, I got a photo for you. Let me see if I can save of it. Of them making it? Yeah. Is it's it, it's they, not like that. You would need a giant oven for that. Like they, they have one. Really? Ah, oh, damn it. I can't post it. Mm. Let's see if I can find it. I'll just envision a big oven. Oh, there we go. Hold on. I got it. He's got it. Oh, wow. That's a big oven. Yeah, it's huge. And it's two guys on this like giant so pizza it's, board. It's legit like one pizza. Yeah. Wow. It's it's legitimately one pizza. Oh, someone uh, found the price. They, it says it starts at three ninety nine. No. I would never. <laughs> well, you get a party. You get enough people pitching in ten bucks. Also, look at the size of that. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks super ridiculous. They right? look so tiny holding that pizza. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're doing a party, people could chip in and do whatever. Yeah. It'd be cheap if you had a bunch of people. And if you walked into a part into a house and that's sitting on the damn kitchen. Kitchen Island, you're like, this is gonna be a good time. It's legit hilarious, too. Yeah, how happy would you be if that showed up? Oh, I'd so, be happy. so happy, I'd be so happy oh, if that showed up. I'd want to lay on it, yeah, I would too. So, you can enjoy those large pictures of pizza in the app or just give it a Google mm-hmm. and check it out yourself. <laughs> Let me know what you think about this. Uh, you'll remember the next time you're trying to turn left on a busy road. And then you just like give up and you're like, oh, I'll just go to the next light or mm. turn right instead. A recent study out of Penn State University found that it might be better if we just make all left turns illegal. Oh, well, yeah, uh, left turns are very handy I, when you I can agree. do them. <laughs> Researchers used a bunch of algorithms to figure out the best way to keep traffic moving and to prevent accidents. And the simulations found that traffic would move smoother and there'd be fewer accidents if none of us were allowed to turn left at intersections. People are, yeah. W- some people are way too cautious turning left too, where you're like, turn, go, mm-hmm. go. And then they, they, like 10 cars could have went through and they don't go. And then they wait till the last minute when a the car's right there and they're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they panic because the light turned yellow or, yeah. or whatever. And the flip side, some are too aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of close. Yeah. Now, it depends on the city that you're in and the flow of traffic, but in general, for a city the size of Edmonton or Calgary, the most efficient setups ban left turns mm. in metropolitan areas. Metro, no. Metropolitan? Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> That's the oh, word. no, another week of this. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. tired today. The uh, road leaving work here, uh, I think it's 98 going on to 99th Street. Mm-hmm. That's Turning a, left on there. Oh, it's impossible. Impossible. It's a hell of a like, turn. Like, put lights there. Oh, it's yeah. like... Some days I like I will run out and like hit that pedestrian crossing sign. Like you hope someone's gonna walk by. It's yeah. basically a blind turn too. Like it really shouldn't well, be allowed. Bus shell, that yeah. bus shack there blocks the road. Yeah, we shouldn't be allowed to turn <laughs> no. it off. But we all do. <laughs> we do. I've I've had a few close calls where I've just wait, 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 and then I just floor it. Oh, just go to the next street up. Oh God, no. That's what I do. I go. Oh, you cut. I go uh, back and around, ah, and I go all the way like further south. So you hit that next street that's got the lights. Uh, never back. No, never. Oh, no, God, no way too much hours away. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me ripping down yeah. 99 by the time you get to that other I'll road. I'll put this whole city's life in danger <laughs> before I backtrack here. <laughs> I'm saying it's difficult, but it's still doable. <laughs> I heard that one of like the delivery companies, like your UPSs, your yeah. FedExs, their drivers, their routes are all calculated to only go right. Oh, really? Oh, Just yeah. for efficiency. Yes. That's Makes here sense. in Canada. Ah, I don't know if it was in Canada. It was like, I think it was on Mythbusters. Because I'm going to call out every UPS driver <laughs> that turns left now. <laughs> and they, they, I think Mythbusters was running the test huh. to see if it really was more efficient. Yeah. Because they waste gas and time I guess, waiting yeah. to turn left. Yeah. And sometimes you can be waiting minutes. Yeah. If they banned left turns and you could only turn right, I'm trying to think like even just here on, uh, on like on the... Like, Whatever are you talking like full-controlled, light-controlled intersections? Yeah, I, or? Think, I think the, the real issue is, yeah, there are larger intersections. You're like tiny residentials. You're not wasting any oh, time yeah. turning yeah. left. Yeah, that's fine. Like, suburb, suburbia and stuff, yeah. that's oh, yeah, not yeah, a big yeah. deal. It's your, it's your big city centers, your big intersections. Like turning left onto major roads. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to turn from 99th Street mm. onto whatever street that is to get down to Gateway or Calgary Trail, yeah, yeah. it's all left. Yeah, you got to do a whole left U. So if you weren't allowed to turn left, how would you get there? You got to go farther around. Like there's like, uh, if you're coming off Argyle onto Calgary Trail, mm-hmm. you can't turn left. You got to swoop around right. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah, there's there's no left turn onto, you still onto 99th or to Calgary Trail. Uh-huh. But you got you to gotta swoop around. They won't let you turn left. Like there's, we've all lived that dream life, uh, East Side Hende, mm-hmm. the newest part of the Hende. Yeah, yeah. that's a nice it's, part. It's all, uh, it's all clover leaves. It's all right hand turns to yeah, go it's on perfect. and off. Yeah. But then if you compare like South Side Hende, your 99th streets, yeah, mm-hmm. 91st streets, your your 111, they're all your your Terwilliger, your Rabbit Road. Yeah. Uh, Dude, there's lights. Yes. Yeah. There's, why is there lights? Remember uh, the Hende like turning into, um, oh, what's that uh, neighborhood? Oh, here we go. I never oh remember the neighborhoods or houses. What, what side of the city? Uh, South Henday. Okay. Uh, Cameron Heights. Cameron wow. Heights. Okay. Remember when the <laughs> Henday used to have lights right on the Henday to turn into Cameron Heights? I do. Like it was, it was the dumbest thing they ever. They were still building it though. The oh, overpass. No, wasn't they finished these overpasses. Well, with yeah. Lights. Well, yeah. They put. Yeah, they chose to put lights on those. This text here says, "Why does the Yellowhead have left turns?" Yeah. yeah, and the South Hende with lights and left turns, and then they start yelling because it's a lot of question marks. Well, yeah. I'll agree. Yeah, you had the opportunity to do the clovers and you didn't. There's room, 
right? I'm sure it's just a little bit more asphalt. <laughs> Micah says there's nothing better than turning left on a red from a one-way to a one-way. Yeah, it feels illegal. Mm. It feels illegal. Yeah. Turning left onto a one-way. It's mm-hmm. nice. I think we're rare here in our turn right on red. Mm-hmm. That's not a universal law. I think there's parts of Canada where it's not allowed. Like, oh, I guess, I don't, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think Quebec does right on reds. No. Like, you stay put. Yeah. If it's red, it's red. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red. I, th- I thought in BC you couldn't either. Oh, you think you can in BC? In BC, in BC, I don't know. Like, what's a blinking green light in BC mean? I, I don't think, know. Like, I saw that. I just go. saw floored it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, is it because the light's going to turn? <laughs> <laughs> is it a turning light? I don't know. Green light. <laughs> you don't know. Well, describe the intersection where you're turning left. Was it straight? No, I'm just driving straight, straight and it's oh. blinking green. And no one seems concerned. No one's spiking the brake or anything. So I just kept driving. I don't know what that means. Well, green's always good. I think yeah. you're always safe on Yeah, green. as long as it's green, it's fine. It wasn't a blinking yellow. In BC, green's flashing lights yeah. mean the signal is pedestrian activated. Oh. So pedestrians push the button. They're waiting to cross. Oh, okay. So when you approach a flashing green light, it means there's people on the road. Oh, okay. So or standing on the sidewalk. Yeah, approach with caution. Oh. So if you're heading left or right to keep I your eyes flooring out. flooring it. <laughs> Yeah, Crash was flooring it, <laughs> thinking it was going to turn yellow. That's a good idea, BC. Like the warning light? Yeah, just to let you know there's people in the intersection. Yeah, that's turn a great idea. Right. Yeah. yeah, because all lights weren't blanking, just I, I didn't put two and two together and look at the pedestrian standing on the side. Hmm. Hmm. I had no idea. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Next welcome. time I'm in BC, I'll look for pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> and people are saying, yeah, Quebec, it's no uh, right turn on a red. Mm-hmm. I do like a, a good hearty U-turn. I love a U-turn. I right. love a U-turn Majority too. Majority of the time, like even uh, by work here, if uh, you don't turn left on to, to get to, on to the white mud, yeah, you can do. Well, you're not supposed to, but you could do a U-turn by Labatt's there. Well, I think you can U-turn anywhere that it says don't U-turn. I think those are the only places we can't U-turn. Oh, I I thought U-turns are just illegal here. No, that's why some intersections say no U-turns because oh. if it doesn't say no U-turn, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm U-turning. The one by Labatt says no U-turn. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're pretty loosey-goosey on the U-turns, too. Really? Oh, I thought they were highly illegal. That's why some say no U-turns. Huh. Yeah, I whip U-turns all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. U-turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, because my truck doesn't take the U-turn perfectly all the time, so I'll take the sidewalk. Is that fine, too? Well, I think that's uh, not. <laughs> yeah, the problem there is not the U-turn. Oh, okay. It's the pedestrians fleeing. <laughs> um, what do you got? I've got mixed internet answers yeah um some it's some people are saying it's practically never legal to make a u-turn in alberta that's what i it's thought never legal that's according to an insurance yeah. company well, i've been u-turning because like in manitoba off. they have u-turn lights let me go to great. police here yeah um, i'm pretty sure that uh yeah then why do some intersections say no u-turns Probably because they know that it could be a high U-turn area. Okay, this is according to the Edmonton police. U-turns are not permitted at any intersection that has control lights. Okay. Any urban roadway between intersections. Oh. Crosswalks. Uh-oh. Where prohibited by a sign. Oh roadway with access to a commercial driveway. Oh, no. Roadway with access to an alleyway. Uh. And with 150 meters at the top or crest of a hill. Where are you allowed to do a U-turn? A field. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the field. Yeah, that's literally it. No, at an intersection marked as a four-way or at an intersection marked as a two-way. So stop signs. Oh, stop signs. Not lights. Okay. But, Okay. Okay. And any intersections not controlled by three-phase traffic control lights. 
So as long as the intersection doesn't have the, the lights. As long as there's no technology at the intersection. Whoops. No lights, no nothing. Just stop sign. That's You're right. You're fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I was really blown by that sign. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was the sign's choice. Because nope, some say no. no U-turn, so I'm like, okay, I want U-turn here. Yeah. Because they're not going to litter the city with so many no U-turn signs. Basically, if it has lights, you're not allowed to do a U-turn. Mm-hmm. Mm. According oh. to Edmonton Police. <laughs> Surprise. <Oops>. Yeah. <laughs> The fine for illegal U-turns is $162 and three demerit points. Oh, I do hate when someone pulls a U-turn and I'm like approaching and they're, they don't take it uh, or they take it too wide. Yeah. And then they got to stop back oh. up and I, I just want to lay on my horn so bad. Mm. I know. That's yeah, why I just take the sidewalk. Just follow through with it. Yeah. If you, you're, if you're U-turning, you pull it tight. Yeah. Oh, Kim got a ticket for a U-turn in St. Albert. Oh, no, which means he got the demerits, too. Yeah, Benny says, thanks, guys. I just found out that I broke the law 16 times last week. <laughs> oh. Word, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's for the city of Edmonton. So if yeah. you're outside, they might have different laws. But here in Edmonton. <sighs> no U-turns at any sort of controlled intersection. No. It's disappointing. Wow. Where are you U-turning, Jeff? Everywhere. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> You too. Mm-hmm. It's such a time saver. There's oh, it a, totally is, right? There's a couple spots in Spruce that don't make sense to like get out of. Yeah. And I have to U-turn. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. I, I do it a lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like I go to the same spots. U-turn. Are you spot. able to do a full, like full complete U-turn or do you got to stop back up and then oh, go? I can do a full one. I've got a nice little tiny car. Oh, yeah. So whipping a U-turn yeah. is super easy. Yeah. You in yeah. the van, Ginge? Oh, I, I can pull it in the van. Oh. It's that incredible turn radius on that thing. <laughs> I'm a considerate U, uh, U-turner, though. I would never uh. impede someone else's way. I'm not three-pointing my U-turn. Oh. It's no. one fluid motion. Mm-hmm. I agree. With my car, I could just rip it around, too. Yeah, you can too. rip it around. Because mm-hmm. we're all, Haley and I, and even Ginge, we're in smaller cars. Your truck is where you run into those three-pointers. Yeah. yeah. Usually, I'll just take the sidewalk, but sometimes there's a pesky sign there, and I got <laughs> I got to stop and back up. <laughs> Someone waiting for their bus. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right. It seems like we have a complicated relationship with breakfast. On one hand, so many people skip breakfast because, well, you just maybe you don't eat breakfast. Maybe you're a little rushed in the morning. Maybe you're doing some sort of intermittent fasting. But on the other hand, some people prefer breakfast foods over dinner foods. I do like breakfast for dinner. In a new survey, 31% of people say that they would give up dinner to have a second breakfast instead. Yeah. I feel like I'm living on a life on the wild side when I have bacon and eggs for dinner. Wow. Yeah. 65% said that breakfast foods taste better in the evening. And 65% admitted to making dinner leftovers for breakfast the next day. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, we've we've flipped it periodically. Like I'll do if there's like leftover uh, like salmon and stuff, I'll have salmon for breakfast, and I'm like, oh, this feels so wrong. No, I like salmon for breakfast. That's so good, it is good. It's really good, but it's not as fun as breakfast for dinner. No, it's not. No. Yeah. Breakfast for dinner is fun. For what it's worth, 25% of people said the opposite, that they'd give up breakfast um, to have another dinner. Mm-hmm. So two dinners. So dinner for breakfast, dinner for dinner. Okay. And 65% of people said that they eat breakfast every day. One of the draws of breakfast foods might be that they could be sweeter than dinner foods. Mm-hmm. 23% of people say they like a sweet breakfast. No. Nah. I'm not, well, I'm just not big on the sweets. Could you do a big plate of like waffles, like gourmet waffles, pancakes, whatever for dinner? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't? No. What about, what about the sides? What about your hash browns, your bacon? I could do it. I could do an omelet for, oh, yeah, for yeah. dinner. Yeah. That's not going to fill you up. 
Yeah, I could do an omelet. I could do an omelet. Or a, a frittata. Or a frittata. And, and bacon and potatoes. There you go. And some toast. The top breakfast <laughs> foods are eggs, omelets, pancakes. The top breakfast sides are coffee, sausage, bacon, milk, orange juice, fruit, and toast. Wait a second. Coffee isn't a side. Yeah, don't consider that no, a side. God, why would you put that in there? That's all day long. And that's appropriate. It is wild that uh, fast food joints, like within the last, what, five years, finally just started doing breakfast all day. Yeah. Which, like, come on, you should have done that already. Absolutely. I want a hash brown yeah. at 12 at night. Yeah. And I want it now. It is disappointing, yeah. though, when you, like, hit up McDonald's, order a breakfast at, like, 2 o'clock, and oh. they don't have the hash brown, but they give you fries. I love the fries. I don't want the fries. Oh, I'll wait. I want the hash brown. I'll wait. I'll wait. Put <laughs> it in the, the next fryer. day. <laughs> you take one out of the freezer and put that hash brown in the deep fryer. I've got nowhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> My afternoon is free. Yeah, yeah. I've my schedule. It's ruined me now, though, because uh. now I want to be able to have my afternoon food at breakfast time. I want a 9 a.m. McChicken. That's I, true. I want fries at 6.30. I see. And I can't have that. No. They I should, know they can do it. They should dabble in that and see if there's a demand for it. I'll bet you there is. I'll bet you a lot of people would love to order like a, a hamburger or a chicken yeah. sandwich in the morning. Well, it's, if you're working overnight, absolutely. like that's your dinner, right? It's damn near impossible to get a morning burger in this city. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. It's 2022. Yeah, well, offer up a morning burg. Yeah, because I eat lunch right after the morning show. Yeah. Nobody sells burgers at 10 a.m. Really? It's no, they really don't. hard to yeah, get no a burger. Yeah, no one does. And then like, and they wait right till 11 o'clock. Which is dumb. Like, I've pulled up and I've I've shared this numerous stories where I've been a little upset at the drive through uh, speaker when it's like 10.58 and they're like... I'm sorry, we all start serving burgers until 11. I'm like, it's 10.58. There's probably a burger right there. Uh, nothing. I'm sorry. The burgers start at 11 o'clock. You can pull around. Yeah, you got to wait two minutes. Uh, by the way, everyone says A&W all day burgers. <gasps> I had no idea. I don't think so. There's like a thousand texts coming in saying it. You guys are liars. What, a thousand breakfast? people. <laughs> Simultaneously? Yep. They say A&W has all day A&W, burgers. promote that. <laughs> Tell I have people. never known. They dropped off burgers for you guys in the morning. Well, yeah, and I thought that's a special grill. That was a 10 a.m. burger. Yeah. Mm. All day burgers, you guys. Oh, so there you at go. 6 o'clock in the morning, I can pull up to A&W yes. and get a sweet burger. Yes, you can. Mm. I can get me a mama burger. That's what they're saying. What am I learning? Did you know there's 24-hour <laughs> A&Ws? What? <laughs> no. I didn't even yeah. know that was an option. Yeah, they're open late. Well, I'm late, not 24 hours. Late's not always. What if I want a burg at 3 in the morning? Then you can go and get a burg at 3 in the morning. I didn't know A&W had this sort of compete level. I knew A&W, they, get your, oh my God. I knew that they were open late because Hayden's dropped me off at one to pick up food coming home from the bar a couple times. <laughs> but I, I, I've never like known what time it is. It's just always been open. Huh. And Ginge, they offer the onion rings too. <gasps> Anytime. Apparently, Anytime you guys want. Apparently. Oh, what about their chubby chicken strips? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Is it oh. full menu? Our Red Deer buddies are texting and saying that we are living the sweet life up here in Edmonton. It's not so in Red Deer. Huh. Huh. Well, A&W is also a small town staple. Yeah. Throughout Alberta. And I, I can promise you those ones aren't 24 hours. So I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you got in the big city. Oh, apparently A&W runs ads on cable TV. Oh, oh well, that's cable. why we don't have cable. I don't cable. have cables. <laughs> <laughs> I have cable. And 
Ginger has not seen this. They just got that guy going around talking about grass-fed beef. <laughs> Talk about your hours. <laughs> Talk well, about your burger. But apparently you, you guys are the only ones who don't know. Everybody knows. Do you guys all have cable? Yeah. <laughs> People are throwing in a little BK action too there, guys. Oh. Just saying. What's BK doing? All day Bergs. No. But really? I mean, the I think BK, like, BK just started opening in the morning, didn't they? And there's like one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know where Burger King is. They're hard to get to. A and W though, right down the street. A and W, right over there. We love you guys. So there you go. Oh, those burgers the other morning were fantastic. Oh god, they were so good. Oh. Thank you, A and W. Thank you, thank you. Anytime, <laughs> thank you. anytime, anytime <laughs> burgers today would work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really have to test your morning burgers. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about this guy. Um, do you guys know who Anthony Anderson is? Hmm. The actor? The actor, yeah. okay. Okay, well, Anthony Anderson is an actor, uh, and he, of course, is most famous for being on Law & Order. Now, the reason why Anthony Anderson is... this guy, yeah. Yeah, is making the news is because he walked into Best Buy last weekend to buy TVs for his New York City apartment, but he didn't think about how he was going to get them home. And luckily, the guy in front of him offered him and his TVs a ride. He's doing pretty good for himself. I'm sure he can get his own TVs home. Anthony documented the experience and posted the video. He said, quote, I have no idea who these people are, but I'm driving the vehicle right now. (laughs) He offered to drive me home and didn't tell me he had a friend in the car with him. Oh. Not only am I driving the car, but the car is in reverse. Those are my TVs in the back. And as you can see right there. If I don't make it back to the set of Law and Order, call the police. This is what they look like. And he took a ride. Oh. He got a lot of TVs. Yeah, he got a lot of TVs. Why wouldn't you just like get a just rent a truck or rent a U-Haul or something? Or I, just pay someone to like, bring them to your home. <laughs> yeah, Best Buy delivers, don't they? I would imagine every everyone delivers in the states. They look like a nice couple. They do look like a nice couple. And he just, uh, yeah, he just got our ride. You almost ended up in a conundrum with a table. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we were buying a new, uh, like, outdoor dining room set. Uh, uh, Rach found one online she loved. Nice. I'm like, well, let's go get it. Yeah. And I say, well, how big is the box? Because it says the dimensions online. <laughs> and she gives me the dimensions for the box. I'm like, well, that seems surprisingly small for a dining set of yeah, table yeah. six chairs. Yeah. And she's like, well, the table must fold in half. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I guess maybe. Uh, so we get there. And the table doesn't fold in half. There was a second box she neglected to mention. Oh, and that was the tabletop. Which was the tabletop. <laughs> yeah. Which is a large box, which I did not have room for in the van. Oh, you threw it up top? No, I had no room up top. No no racks. <laughs> so we were going to get Mikhail's truck. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized I can just make several trips with the van. <laughs> it wouldn't even fit in the van? Well, I would eventually, but I had not the way I had it configured, because we brought all the kids, because it was like a last second thing. Oh, go, God. Because would sell out. rip up the seats. Hop, hop, hop. Yeah, so yeah. I had to take the one box I had made room for in the van, Yeah. take that in the kids' home, rip out all the seats, and then go back and get my tabletop. I just leave the kids at home alone while yeah. you go get tabletop. Yeah, they're, yeah. Pretty, they're pretty good. They're fine. Not 30 yeah. minutes, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever. Look at that big what box. What could happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. I want to know about your ride with a stranger. Mm. I mean, and obviously, I don't want to go, you know, like, dark-sided or, or weird with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know about your ride with a stranger, you know, 
that, that got terrible. Got that got weird. Yeah, hands on thighs. No, but no. have you been at like Home Depot and did somebody offer to drive you home with your stuff? And did they do it? I don't know how many people would. Because mm. you were approaching Home Depot and you ran away. Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Which is the proper thing yeah. to do. <laughs> I did. They were asking me for directions, though, and asked me to get in the car. Yeah. I ran away. Mm-hmm. That's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to Especially do. Especially considering they popped their trunk. But if I had, like, a, you know, a big a big purchase, uh-huh. like Anthony did from Law & Order, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, a family was like, we got a truck. Like, do you want us to ju- just to drive you? Mm-hmm. Would you take the ride? Are truck guys approached by strangers? Because you see it every day in the Ikea parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Someone trying to jam some flat-packed furniture oh, yeah. into Big a vehicle time. where it's not going to fit. Yeah. And this is truck country. Oh, yeah. That parking lot's also littered with trucks that could accommodate this packaging. Yeah, no one has ever approached me. Like, I've loaded my truck at uh, Ikea. I've parked in front uh-huh. and then put, like, one long little thing there. Meanwhile, a little tiny car is just yeah. shoved full of an entire <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> but no one has approached me. Huh. Well, I want to know from you guys, have you ever taken a ride from a stranger? Was it because you had to haul some stuff? Did you, uh, did, was somebody just being a good Samaritan on the side of the road? If I pulled up Gingy and offered to help you, would you, uh, would you take me up on well, it? Well, you're not a stranger. Well, who knows? I mean, you do be tough. Yeah, I noticed you didn't call Crash for help either. You went right to Adam. <laughs> no, we were right by his house. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. Was, I'm not around you. He was close. Yeah, probably too. He would have said and no. And I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, like, actually, uh, the uh, gas. Have you seen the gas yeah. prices? Yeah. The, we just, we just had some company. We have company over. We're cooking dinner right now. Yeah. Oh, it's really tough. Sorry. If it was an hour earlier, I would have been all over it, buddy. All right. What was your situation when you found yourself on a ride with a stranger? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Periodically, we'll get ourselves into a little bind, and maybe we don't have wheels. Yeah. Would you take a ride with a stranger? Have you taken a ride with a stranger? How did it go? Yeah, a lot of hitchhiking. It's it's amazing to think that, uh, you know, you would just stick your thumb out and no problem. When I think about it, like way back in the day, um, for whatever reason, I my car always ran out of gas. Yeah. Gas gauge was never accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember... You were poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> okay. For some strange reason. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> but uh, I would run out of gas on the side of the road and... You, out on the backcountry roads, like there's no houses around, it's just fields. So thumb out, and occasionally I'd grab a ride with people. I'd usually sit in the box of a truck, though. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily sit in the the cab of the vehicle. Yeah. Listen to Rachel's story here. It says, guys, when we were in our 20s and lived in Whistler, it was really common to hike up and down that Sea to Sky Highway. A girlfriend and I hitchhiked to Vancouver, and I literally got into a windowless van with oh, no seats. Oh, my God. It was all good, though. All the ski bums and rich people in Whistler. It was totally normal back then, though. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, all of our, our mountain folk, our skiers, our snowboarders, risk it all. Yeah. We see yeah. it all the time in the Calgary-Banff uh, corridor. Oh, yeah, people walking up to Lake Louise. Yeah. And I just drive by. I'm yeah, like, they uh, got their gear and the stuff. They're just looking for a ride to the hill. <laughs> yeah. But, they'll, they'll yeah, they're risking it all for one ride down the mountain. Yeah. That could be a ride that would change your life. Yeah. We're talking about this because Anthony Anderson of Law & Order walked into Best Buy in New York City and bought TVs, but he had no way to get them back home, and a stranger offered Anthony a ride, and he took it. He posted a video from the car, adding, quote, if I don't make it back to the set of Law & Order, call the police. (laughs) This is what they look like. He, of course, was joking. They ended up being a really nice couple, but some people are saying you shouldn't have done that. 
Well, it is a gamble. Yeah. And you're a celebrity. Yeah, and he's a celebrity. Yeah, they're yeah. going to take you and hold you for ransom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Excellent. Hey, I'm good. Um, you? So you, really good. Uh, you took a ride with a stranger, right? Yeah, I'm not proud of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not very many people okay, well, are. What was the situation here? <laughs> well, the situation was um, I was about eight or nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm here. I'm here today, so the it ended. Yeah, it well. ended well. It ended clearly. well. Yeah, yeah. So I was on a, a hockey tournament with my brother. Yeah, and my mom was a team manager, so we rode on the bus with the team. We stopped in uh, Cranbrook. Yeah, because this was in BC. We stopped in Cranbrook yeah. at a Seven Eleven. You know, go pee, get some snacks, blah 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 blah. I come out, and the bus is gone. Oh no! So I'm like an eight-year-old standing in the city of Cranbrook. <gasps> oh my God. Oh gosh. And your bus took <laughs> off. Yeah. And, and this isn't, this isn't in the morning. This is about eight thirty at night. Oh, oh my God. gosh! <laughs> in the, in the winter. So it's dark. Yeah. I'm eight standing there by myself at this gas station. So did someone just roll up and they're like, I'm, I'll give you a lift. How did this go down? Yeah. 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 That's it. So, this pickup pulled up in front of me and he said and it was an older gentleman and he said hey i work at the gas station get in i'll take you to your bus Mm. i said okay oh Uh uh-huh and he took you he took me he he uh, hauled it down the highway to catch up to the bus. And chased the bus. And he was a good guy and nothing nefarious was gonna go on man you are lucky wow like it didn't even phase me. I was like, "Yeah," because you just yeah. your focus was I well, need yeah, to get I to the to, bus. I need to find I, everybody. I need to get to my bus. Yeah, and this old man with wispy stash was willing to take you there. Yeah, he sure was. In this like rusty old pickup. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, and I go. Oh no, oh. no. Oh man. Well, thank goodness yeah. he was a good guy. Yeah, you know, there's some good people. There's out some there. good people out there. Yeah, yeah. Right. there are. Yeah. There are. All right. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Okay. okay. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Every kid should be oh. listening to this. Ginger, imagine if some old creepy pickup truck rolled into your driveway with yeah. your child yeah. in there because <laughs> <laughs> your kid missed a bus <laughs> oh I mean you tell them to stay put that's what you do when you're lost right yeah oh, you stay where you are someone will old in a town you don't know left at a gas station yeah like they're not much safer just standing on the street there yeah. no yeah uh, might as well get rolling <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, Jen how you doing <laughs> Well, hi, Crash and Mars and Haley and Ginge. Hi, Hello. Um, hi. So what was your uh, your running with a stranger? Were you the stranger picking up someone? Yeah, I was the stranger. So I'm driving um, on the West End by Collingwood. And I'm on a bus route. So as the bus stops, of course, you have to stop. And then as I'm pulling away, there is an older lady. Like, she was distraught and upset. So... <sighs> Of course, I stopped. I'm like, can I can I help you? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. She left her bus. Her she left her purse on the bus. Oh, drag. Yeah. So I I offered for her to get into my car, and I followed the bus back to the depot, and she 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 was able to get her purse back, and then I drove her back home. But this whole time, she had a cat. In her coat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, you picked up future Mars. Yeah, yeah, that's literally Mars (laughs) in the future. (laughs) 
Oh, oh that is what a great story. That was the, and, the, and the cat was cool. Everybody was all right. Oh, I, oh, I didn't hear a peep from the cat. I'm like, when I Aww. dropped her off, I noticed that there's a little head poking out of her coat. Aww. I'm like, is that a cat? Wait, is that a cat? You're like, you had a cat the whole time with you? Aww. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that story. Thanks, so Jen. Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And listen, as a lady, there is nothing worse than losing your purse. Yeah. Well, that would it, suck. Or leaving it somewhere, or like, it's on the bus, and you see the bus pull away. Like, chances are, it's... it's Ninety nine percent gonna be gone, right? Like mm-hmm. Jen saved that woman's day. Yeah. yeah. She really did. Now after you get the purse, can you take me to bingo? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. take her to bingo. She might win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she right. might be a good luck charm. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, I bought a barbecue from Walmart when we moved into our house and yeah. I drive a civic. So a lady with a truck offered to drive myself and my barbecue to my house. Mm, nice. She said that she was just bored and not from Stony. When she pulled up with me in the truck and the barbecue, I told my wife she's being really nice. My wife thought she was being, quote, too nice. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody gave Hayden a ride home. I'm like, okay, thanks. Now leave. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. She's waiting to be invited in. <laughs> Go on, get. Yeah, right. Scram. Um, Anthony, hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing fantastic. Um, so you, you got stuck at a hockey game. What happened with you? Uh, we caught the fan bus. The fan bus took off without me and my buddy. So oh, the girlfriends no. are on the fan bus, yep. but we missed it. Yeah. So then we caught another fan bus to the corner of Nate, stuck out our thumbs, tried to hitchhike a ride. Yeah. And then uh, so somebody came by, offered to pick us up for 20 bucks. We said, sure. And we were <laughs> hopping in the truck there on the way home, and this guy's taking all sorts of strange back roads. It's oh. probably the longest detour ever. This is on New Year's Eve, so yeah. the girlfriend's trying to call us. Where the heck are you guys? Yeah. So then we said, well, I'm in a ride. I'm on my way there. And she says, well, who'd you get a ride with? And so she hears me pipe up hey buddy what's your name and then she just like are you kidding me right now so anyways took the long route home took us about 25 minutes made it there five minutes before midnight oh wow wow Wow. and no no one got murdered yeah uh, fortunately not. It was a little touch and go there when you're on the back country roads. It's all dark. and you're oh, I bet. That's absolutely terrifying. That's the lights crazy. just disappear and you're like, oh my God. Those back country roads are, those ones are bad. Yeah. For, for stranger well, Especially rides. when you're still supposed to be kind of within the city. Yeah. And they're like, it's a shortcut. Don't you worry. Also, yeah. he mentioned the, the the party bus leaving without him. Wow, yeah. That you missed the bus. They don't they just take off random times. Like, they have a very set time. And yeah, they do. That. that is 100% on you. Uh, this text here says, guys, I found two separate people on Kijiji looking for a ride to Kelowna. Mm-hmm. So I said, sure, why not? They offered to pay for gas. Yeah. One ended up buying me lunch. They both slept the whole ride, and I got to listen to my music and just jam out as I drove them to Kelowna. Wow. That's a, that's a long drive with strangers. That's a really long drive. I wouldn't even yeah. do it like two blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Are you uh, picking up people off of Kijiji? No. No. I guess the what the rub is, you like you split the gas. Is that the idea? That's yeah. why I guess, yeah. That's why you're taking these vagabonds. Money up front though. They say <laughs> they go on to say my stepmom made me take a picture of the two of them and send it to her. Well, yeah, that's probably best. Yeah. And constantly pin your location. <laughs> but imagine you're the stranger that wakes up in the back seat and this guy's taking photos of you. <laughs> this was a part of the deal. Why are my pants off? <laughs> oh. uh, one more on this. Uh, let's do uh, Kendra. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. You take a ride with a stranger? 
I did. Oh, uh -oh wow. what happened? <laughs> well, in Vancouver, I was going to like some extracurricular acting classes. Yeah. But it turns out the building was switched without me knowing. Oh. So I went to the wrong building, and I didn't have a car at the time, so I'll transit. Yeah. But so then this other guy was there too, and he also went to the wrong building. So he just offered me a nice little ride, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I was like, thanks so much. Yeah. So we got to the place. Nothing bad happened. It was it was just a good Samaritan. Really? Just it was just 100 percent genuine. He's like, all right, here you go. Have a great day. Good yeah, luck. 100 percent genuine. And so then after the class was over and I told my mom about this, she was a little angry at me. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Evidently, that is not the normal reaction of being offered a ride. Exactly. A exactly. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've been in those exact shoes where. You know, A, Vancouver, yeah. B, acting. Um, I've never taken a ride, though. Mm -hmm. Also never been oh, offered, yeah, no. so you're probably way <laughs> cuter than I am. But yeah. <laughs> I came from a small town, you know, everyone knows each other. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, this is just great. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. you're like, what could go no, wrong? No, not, not what we're supposed to do. Yeah, right. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks, Kendra. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.